and we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, babe. Hey, girl. What's going on? Hey, what's up, ladies? (laughs) What's going on, ladies? Oh, honey, it's the weekend. It's almost over with. How was y'all's weekend? My weekend has been pretty good. I swear it's always so busy, though. Like, I literally, like, I need a day in between. Like, what is going on? Honey, um, late night, early mornings, Curlin had me up to damn four o'clock this morning baking cookies and child. Um, he getting yeah. you ready for that wife life. Go ahead, bro, Curlin. I see you. Go ahead. Honey, <laughs> we're going to be big as all hell. <laughs> Listen, you know those first few months, baby, like eating and loving is like all that, you know, we enjoy doing so. You know, you already you got to prepare yourself for that mentally. Honey, I um, I sat there. I cooked yesterday, and then I had took the butter and stuff out, the butter and egg out for my cookies. And so, you know, butter's expensive, and I don't like waste. And so I was sitting there. It got to be like midnight. We ended up watching a movie, and um. When we watched the movie, it got to be about like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I still got that stuff out on the counter. And I was like, damn, I got to go bake them damn cookies. You think he would have discouraged it? Like, no, nah, babe, you know, we just need to go to bed. He was like, yep. Um, come on, let's go downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn, babe. And so. He like, he like, I'm encouraging it, not discouraging it. I see. Shoot. Had me up all late. And then I had to get up. Oh, you know, I'm low key, low key, like cranky because I'm ready. I'm already ready to like get off and go back to bed. But mm-hmm. here we are. <laughs> but you know what? That's a, sometimes when I enter the show, I'm always like uh, my mind is always moving a million miles per minute. So I'll be thinking about all the other stuff I have to do. Like, OK, I got to hurry up so I can do this and that. And then once the show gets to rolling, it's like so enjoyable that you forget about all that. But I feel you like I literally I think because typically we do the show on a Sunday and that can take, you know, three to four hours. And um, Saturday is like our only full day that we have to ourselves. So that kind of, I think, makes the the weekend seem shorter, too. But, you know, at least we're doing something we enjoy doing. That is facts. What about you, Faith? Yeah. Uh, Girls, my my weekend started off kind of rocky. I was over there at D. Derail's last night. Oh, so, um, oh yeah, there there was Uh-oh. the Manosphere gang up over there, girl. They ganged up on me, Gosh. but um, it, it it turned out um okay. Like I said, there'll probably be a lot of hit videos um after that show on me, but um, I do not plan on um um feeding into or responding to anything. So you know, my um, weekend is gonna I, be fabulous. Say, yeah, that's the um. It, it took me a long time to kind of get to a point where I didn't respond to, and I still be responding to drama myself, but you know, sometimes it's like, is it worth responding? Do you have, you know, cause it's always going to be a back and forth. It's always some drama to be had in the space and, and it can, it's draining. It's really yes. draining sometimes. And so it's like, do I want to keep engaging with people at um certain levels? Because you know I like the uh I like the fuss. I, I you know I haven't got to a point where I realize I really do like the fuss, but um 
I don't want to fuss into, to where I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Right. And see, it exhausts, you know, me, I don't like arguing back and forth. I do not enjoy it at all. Me either. Uh, That's the reason the why in all oh, these gosh, years, gosh. I've, I've never done a beef video because I don't enjoy the back and forth. You know, that's something that really drains my energy. I like creating my content, but I like my content. I don't like beef content. Yeah, I can totally understand that. I can totally, totally understand that. But um, yeah, I, I just, I get to a point and then the people, people will kind of take it really, really far with you. Um, like I've had some guys kind of go with me really, really hard. And, you know, it's almost to the point, like, keep it up and I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? And I can't exactly. You, you and really like, respond. Yeah. Yeah. Like you ain't going to keep pushing. Child, I just be telling them I'm a proud. I'm going to start practicing voodoo. They keep fucking around. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Let them keep messing around. I'm going straight to the uh to the spills. I'm going straight to songs. They don't start believing you. <laughs> <laughs> now we don't we she don't want to see we don't want to see Sister George go there. We don't want to see Sister George going there. They be like, that's already how she got broke curly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that's what they're gonna start alleging. Baby curling ain't ate my spaghetti yet. Child, please knock. <laughs> God forgive me, y'all. It's Sunday. Hey Mac, what's up, lady? Hey, sister George, how you doing? Absolutely fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to be back. Glad to have you. How was your weekend? My weekend was cool. Um, I actually was home and I I sew. And so basically I spent the weekend turning my apartment into a mini sewing studio. So I'm excited. I'm going to be so making good. some projects and YouTubing them and all that good jazz. Okay. Very, very nice. Uh, what you be sewing over there, girl? You making clothes, pillows? What you doing? Mostly clothes, dresses, jackets. Like actually, but I could sew just about anything. Oh, oh, yeah. We're gonna need your info, honey, because we like some sewing, child. I like some custom pieces. How you doing, Faith? How you doing, Miss Rose? Hey, boo. Measurement for that time. Send them well, over. I'm doing great send this over. morning. I, you, I send you which measurements I need. You send them over. I got you. <laughs> okay. Because, honey, I like some clothes. I like some customs. Hey, babe, I hope you're listening. She love clothes. Listen to her. Already getting thoughts in her head. <laughs> X. <laughs> Concrete. You know, uh, I got to get them bride, bride maids dresses. Mm -hmm. How, how uh, somebody, Nene, say the bride maids. <laughs> Not bridesmaids. Bride maids. <laughs> bride maids dresses. Well, you getting married. Congratulations. Yeah. When is the wedding? Um, Honey, he keeps pushing it back. Um, we was gonna get married in like two, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm <just not> kidding. <laughs> you know, somebody actually wished um uh that I would be engaged forever. Shout out to Bernard oh, and wow that I wow. That, really that is some hate mess. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm That's like, what the uh, black men out here doing to wishing that they Lifelong engagements and never get married. Yeah, I was wow. like, oh, word, that's how y'all feel. That's 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 deep. That's deep. You know, um, I'm already over forty and doing it. So, 
Um, Listen, don't, don't no, I was trying to get his ass down the aisle this weekend, but he oh. wouldn't go. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that wasn't supposed to happen, Sister George. You were supposed to be stuck at the wall. Yeah, left the way they tell it. The way they tell it. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Listen, don't be asking no questions. Just take the ring and hurry down the aisle. No, girl, because I ain't got time to play. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this you sure me right like that okay sure you know he, crazy, ain't, right? he ain't evaluated everything and thought long and hard he seemed very analytical like, he you know i'm crazy as a box of rocks honey you know i'm crazy like i ain't like stab you crazy or jump oh. out but you but know i got pookie will make an appearance every once in a while oh <laughs> facts but <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, if we gotta send something back at the restaurant or whatever, or I gotta call the phone company and get the bill, uh -oh, uh -oh. I will go off the end. You know, you know, black women are good for getting some shit handled over the phone. You know oh, what? That's true. Up their bill. Are we good at uh, talking shit? That's like, so true. But you know what? <laughs> like when I'm out with my man, he. The funny thing is, like, I never have to handle it because. He, I, I cringe when he's like dealing with people because he's so <laughs> assertive. And I'm telling you, like, it could be a waitress. Like, he, he is very, he's very intelligent, but he asks questions in a way like he puts it back on you to make you look stupid. And I'll be like, babe, she a young girl. Like, he'd be like, no, no, I, I got like, I'll be like, oh, I feel so bad for them. And it, he, uh, he don't just like pick with people but it's like if you're giving him horrible service he's going to push back and he's gonna take it all the way to corporate to the next level i'm like god dang <laughs> calm down oh, sometimes. sounds like my boyfriend uh, yeah of course of course uh so this weekend um we tried to order um salads from this place in jackson that sells like these big wonderful salads right mm -hmm. but they have some of the worst customer service i have ever seen I get there. Um, I get there at like 1:33. There was somebody ahead of me in line, so I get up. Finally, get up to the uh, to go. You know, to, to place my order. She says, "Oh, we stopped taking orders at 1:30." I'm mm -hmm. like, "Late? It's like 1:35, and somebody was ahead of me. Like, come mm -hmm. on." So um, she she walks off. She goes to the back. She then comes out. Um, when she comes back, she's like, "Okay, I can take your order." So I text Curlin and I say, well, what type of dressing do you want for your salad? Because he already told me what type of salad he wanted. Mm -hmm. And um, somebody then called us a black Karen, honey. I'm done. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Jeez. So, so, so they take, uh, he, I, I, I tell him, tell her the dressing or whatever. She says, okay, I'll call you when your order's up. And so, I go outside, um, you know, because it was a little cool inside. The manager comes out and says, well, since you ordered two salads, we can't do it. I'm like, but he's from out of town and I was trying to get the salads. He was like, wow. look, we can't do it because it's taking too long and we have wow. to take all the refrigerators. We stopped taking orders at 1.30 and I'm like, wow. Yeah, and they would have got a piece of me at that point too. Um, Honey... So the manager walks off. I was already outside. So I was like, well, it ain't no point because I'll mess around and go to jail. But you know what my babe does? He submits Yelp reviews. And that made me mm. proud because I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I don't even have to be Pookie Shawnee ass. Ah, no listen, I'm <laughs> yeah. 
you you have to like really and truly you got to hit them where it hurts because people i know especially me whenever i'm going to a new restaurant i always pull up the reviews half the time in atlanta the reviews are a lie anyways because i think they'd be having people submit false reviews but i'm going to pull up the reviews and if somebody's giving you a bad review that's going to impact whether or not i decide to um, come to your restaurant so that's smart yeah yeah but yeah, about this topic. Are yes. you ladies ready to dive in? We ready. And, um, people in the in this space don't come for us. Don't don't do it. They bet not. Anybody got time to fool with them? I know y'all like to fight. I know y'all a little crazy and a little insane, but you know we we gonna do this topic and y'all get y'all ass and we and sit down there. I, I ain't in the mood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Um, well, you know, I'd I, I be looking for a fight, Chad. Oh, no. But listen, I want to say this. This topic that we're doing, I know that plenty of people have done it in the manosphere. We don't want to hear that we're biting off of or we get our topics from. This topic is by request. Um, the topic mm. that we are doing was actually, we received a request to do it from the author of the article. So hence why we reviewed it and we are starting off with our, our smaller woman's panel, uh, women's panel on the actual topic. Uh, we want to review it from our perspective. We know that it's been reviewed in this space from some of the, uh, the male content creators perspective, but we want to give a woman's perspective on it. So uh, we did forward the article to our guests, to Mac and Faith. And of course we read the article and it's extremely interesting um, a lot of you guys are probably already familiar with it because I see so many people have done it, uh, you know, done a review on it in this space. Yes. And what I will do, I do have it pulled up already. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you ladies are ready, we can get started concrete. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay. Let me, um, do a screen share, screen share, share screen and what the hell am I doing? Bam, share. Okay, can y'all see it? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Can y'all see me when I scroll up and down? Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, concrete. Um, can you go ahead and um? You want me to do the honors? Are we reading it from the beginning or just kind of? Well, we can uh, just kind of jump off into it. What do you ladies think of um, the women? Title? Being, yeah. yeah. So the, the actual title of the article, for those who are interested, if you want to go out there and find it, is Are Economically Unattractive Black Men Hurting Black Women's Marriage Prospects? So if you want to, we could just start with that question. This article is very interesting. So I do recommend that uh, for those of you who find this uh, uh, matter one of interest to go out and find the article, we'll read a few excerpts from it for sure. Um, but why don't we just start off with that basic question? Are um, economically unattractive or broke black men hurting black women's marriage prospects? Or black men who are not financially sound, should I say? I would have to say yes. You know, you, you know, right out the bat, because, you know, if you remember a while back when Oprah, I hate bringing up Oprah because I know that's going to open up a can of worms here. That's a trigger word around mm -hmm. these parts. <laughs> 
But remember when Oprah had those um, professional women on her show and um, they did the interview of the professional women. And, and one of the main things that they were saying is that they could not find men on their educational level and also on their financial level. So, um, you know, when that show aired, it, it, there was a lot of angry pushback from black men, you know, talking about um, their standards were too high. I don't know if you guys um, remembered that, that maybe they need to look at the blue collar men and all of this type of stuff. Mm. So now you fast forward, what is it, 20 years later? Mm-hmm. We're still having the same issue. But... You know, I, I thought it was interesting because um, there were discrepancies between our race of women and other races of women. And right. I that that was probably the most interesting part because, you know, I think that black women kind of have in their head that, oh, well, um, Brad takes care of his wife. Mm-hmm. Brad has a career. Brad gets out and work. Brad is the breadwinner. Brad makes the money. He's a provider. And I think that we've always kind of had it embedded in our head as black women that Brad does more for his community than um, our own counterparts to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I think that's how we're, we've been kind of um, conditioned to see things. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. I do want to read this quick excerpt because we do often draw parallels between our race and and other races. So uh, this is a quick quote from the article. It says, a study Uh, by court. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had it pulled up. I'm sorry. And shout out to Lowcast for the super chat. Thank you. Okay. So it says, a study by Cornell University researchers found that a large number of American men do not earn adequate incomes to provide financial security for a family and therefore are not economically attractive for this generation of women to consider them as viable marriage partners. The study mismatches in marriage market found that men who had not gotten married earn 58% less than those who did and that women are facing a surplus of men who don't have stable careers or incomes. Now, I find that interesting because we often talk in this circle or in this space about the fact that if something is impacting um, our country or our society at large, it impacts us doubly hard. And I think that just taking this into consideration and thinking about how that translates to the black community, we have to keep that in the back of our mind. What do you ladies think about that specific um, point that was made in the article? I personally, um, in general, I actually agree with the article overall, but what I will say is to some degree, the fact that they included other races, it made me think, I mean, actually it was the white comparative, but it made me think that all of it, and I'm not defending black men, but I don't think all of it is the black man's fault. And I say that because um, I was having a conversation with some friends and myself over the weekend, and um, we were talking about employers and working for corporate America and having jobs and having careers and things like that. And Mm -hmm. the unfortunate reality is that black people at large, do not own and control or have the ability to employ black people at mass numbers mm-hmm. at the way white people do. And so with the exemption of those black men who choose to, who don't choose to educate themselves and who don't choose to get out there or, you know, learn trades and make themselves 
viable and you know establishing themselves i'm not i'm not exempting those people but for those who do black men still are subject to the determination by white ownership white power at the corporate levels and i won't <clears throat> excuse me i won't i don't want to take a, take that away that there are there are black men in this world who are educated and are qualified and maybe they absolutely have to compete with brad or tom or John, or if they do get the job, they're getting paid, you know, 30% less than what Brad does, or John does, or Tom does. And that's a white power structure problem. That's not a black person problem. So I do think that in these numbers, there is a, there is a percentage that belongs to that group. Um, now the other groups outside of that, the men who are choosing not to go out there and educate themselves and establish themselves and build careers, that is absolutely a problem as part of being equally yoked. And as much as we like to, you know, say money doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know the last time love paid a bill. I don't know the last time communication, you know, uh, made sure that we lived in a safe neighborhood. I mean, you know, we, 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 we try to, every time we speak about money, I notice that, especially in the black community, when women are talking about having financial standards and things like that, a lot of times men try to come for them and, you know, make it seem like, you know, we're wrong or we're gold diggers. And that's not the case. But men do those men who aren't fitting that category I just described, they do need to set it up. And it is a problem. And it is it is making it hard for women to be able to, you know, settle in and be married and build in a foundation, you know, for generational wealth purposes and all those things, live in a not even an exceptional wealthy life, but just a good quality life for yourself and your family. If men are not if men are not bringing that to the table, then how how do, how does that work in a relationship? How does it work? Um, shout out to Ray Alexander. Um, this was actually his topic um, that he submitted. So thank you so much, Ray Alexander, and thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Faith, what do you think about this? Well, you know, it just goes back to the um, disparities here. Because I do, I was just looking just now in the article where it says uh, way towards the bottom, where it says uh, there's um, uh, Mac. Uh, huh? Can you hear me? Hello, can you can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Concrete, I can hear you. Concrete, you're boring and out, hon. With what? Somebody is choppy. Concrete. Um. Oh, no, that's that's not me. No, I said concrete. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Colin, that is my smoke detector. They have not come to fix my smoke detector yet, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they have to call you out like that, though. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think she's going to come back in. But shout out to you, babe. Thank you so much for your super chat. Okay. But, but yeah, towards the um, towards the bottom of there, they were talking about um, of the big differences by race as far as like white women with undergraduate degrees uh, being just as likely to be married today as in 1960, but right. marriage rates declining for black women across the educational spectrum. And see, here's mm -hmm. the thing, the more educated we are as black women, um, the less we have in common um, with our men because our men are not getting as educated at the same rate that we are. And so it goes back to what I was saying earlier, you know, with those women on Oprah and they were talking about they would like partners that they have something in common with. 
you know, because if you're sitting up here with a bachelor's degree, but you're most of the men that you meet in your communities, they only have high school um, education mm -hmm. or they only have street knowledge. You're not going to have anything in common with that person. You so know what? Just, that's a good yeah. point, Faith. And I, I think that um, that's very interesting. I thought that he uh, really touched mm -hmm. on how, um, you know, women, basically people who have established themselves and who have uh, post-secondary education generally look for their equals. Um, I think that, uh, you know, with especially a lot of the stats I think that were quoted were uh, from 2010 or like older stats, it'll be interesting to see uh, what type of stats we have from the um, current year. But I think that it is interesting and it does kind of, it is something to be mindful of when you think about the fact that uh, we have black women as one of the largest groups of growing groups of um, people that are educated. So if our counterparts don't have the same level of education, then of course that will in turn impact us. But I think that like, to me, that's kind of almost, um, that's a condition mindset to believe that because someone does not have the, um, you know, equal education equal to what you have, that they aren't as intelligent or well-read or, you know, even that they aren't as financially sound because laborers, uh, you know, even truck drivers are making really good money, especially if you're an owner operator. In addition, they don't have the debt that someone who has a master's degree would have. So, you know, exactly. I think that that is kind of um, just conditioned thinking. You know, we're, we've been conditioned to think that if someone doesn't have a um, college education, that they're not as smart, that they won't do as well financially. And that's not always the case. And that, right. And I agree. And that's why in the statement I made, I mentioned things like picking up a trade and things like that. And so, you know, being able to do well for yourself doesn't solely lie on how much you educate yourself. Not, not saying education doesn't have its place, but like you said, there are truck drivers, there are mechanics, you know, people who own small businesses. There's so many ways to be become economically sound. And with that said, to me, there's no excuse why so many men are out here, you know, earning less and not really stepping up to the plate financially, you know, doing what they need to do to that so that they can be, you know, better uh, financially sound and be more suited for us to look to you know find them and marry these guys it doesn't really there's really no excuse absolutely and, and you know what to, to that point also men black men aren't given the same opportunities that black women and, and you know white men and white women are given even black men with degrees find it more difficult to find suitable work than you know th their female counterparts but at the same token um, are we ignoring the fact that our counterparts, and I'm talking about other races of women, um, these things aren't as big of a deal to them because I think they're recognizing that they have to be the ones to work beside their men in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, to actually have something in the United States, most, most um, uh, middle class neighborhoods usually require two incomes. Good point. And so, yes. Yeah. So when, when it's requiring two incomes and a man's education and what he does for a living, like if he doesn't have an education and what he does for a living, um, 
excuse me, doesn't really mat matter to our counterparts, does that say something about us as women and what we are placing mm. value on? Well, you know what, though? I feel like most of us come from very meager beginnings, come from, you know, we, we, we mm -hmm. grew up poor. So, like, we are really, really just trying to um, move. You're choppy again, Yvette away from that thing that we it comes from the poor mentality and wanting someone to take us away from you know the, our humble beginnings and and you you know um we don't want to go back to the hood so like that security piece is of vital importance to us and white women didn't necessarily most white women don't have to um didn't necessarily come from the same place that black women did but that is a good point um, shout out to Bay again, coming through on the super chat. He says the education thing is not just black folk. It's Western society. It's a Western society thing. I mean, Sammy Loren got roasted to oblivion for the same thing. Um, well, I think she got roasted uh, because she was saying that the men were basically dogs um, and, and they weren't checking for her. I don't know. Um, and shout out to Taylor Scott. She says, white people are regular as fuck and work regular jobs. Well, she didn't say S. She said ASF, but you know how I am. Thank you so much, Taylor. And thank you, babe. Um, yeah. So what do y'all think about that? And then, and the other thing, um, just to piggyback off what Yvette said, um, because of the white power structure a lot of times, you know, when we think when we think about the white women who, you know, don't have to, you know, they have regular jobs. It's like what Yvette said, not all, but they're they're the statistical part of it. They don't necessarily come from humble beginnings the way we come from humble beginnings. You know, so even if they have regular jobs, maybe they may have had some land or home that was passed down to them from their parents that was paid for or, you know, they have certain funds set up and things like that. And so. Sometimes I think that again, it's it's that it's that equity or that even playing field that they a lot of times have the advantage of that we don't. And so when it's said that they, you know, they may not be doing the same things we're doing, but they also have this, you know, advantage based on their structure and the things that obviously the the things that they've done over the years, enslaving us and all that stuff. So they may not have to work as hard as we do. And so regular for them might be subpar for us, if that makes sense. It's interesting. Like I said, I, it's interesting to look at what our standards are versus what somebody else's standards are. And then how I'm looking at it is it's still two comes, two incomes are better than one. And so then I'm, I'm having to look at it and I'm saying, okay, if he is making um, 60,000 and I'm making about 50,000, that still uh, would put you, that 110,000 would still put you at um, middle class, right? And so mm -hmm. um, if you're making a good middle class income, then it's still better than the woman making all the decisions herself. At some point, uh, she probably will become a single mother if she, you know, if she's never been married or whatever and the men aren't marrying. A lot of us are becoming single mothers and still are not able to bring in the income. But are we placing too much value on money and education as opposed That's to a good, good point. family structure? 
Like that's a good point. Where you know how we raising yeah, kids and you know, it's still better yeah, to raise we're kids. We're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. We're kind of shooting I, ourselves in the foot by by eliminating that you know that pool of men, that pool of eligible men, um, because of some of these things. Even if he is not degreed, even if he has a job at working for UPS or you know something where he's making thirty thousand dollars or you know per year, um, you know you you have another uh, adult in the household. In addition, I think that one thing that I always say is that. Um, men are undervalued for sure, but especially in the black mm -hmm. home, even if for God forbid something happened to my fiance and he um, could no longer work. Uh, there is so much added value that we don't think about that come with having a man in the home from mm -hmm. mowing the grass to, you know, like all the lawn maintenance alone on my yard, that would be an additional 60, $70 that I would have to be paying someone every week and a half to every two weeks. You know, when I'd have something, you know, my, my battery in my car went bad and he, I didn't have to go to a shop. We went to get the battery and he was able to put it in, you know, like there's a ton of different things that we don't think yeah. about that aren't, you know, that would, would actually have some, that have monetary yes. value, but I think, we would be yes. paying someone to do it if we didn't have a man in the home. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, let me just say this real quick. Shout out to Ray Alexander for the super chat. Thank you so much, Ray. Go I ahead. think an example that Sister George gave where, you know, the man's making 60, the one is, the woman's making 50, together they make 110. Um, I think that's actually totally fine. Um, I do believe that we have somehow to some degree have gotten this inflated idea of what you know financial what a man's financial contribution should be and i'm not saying that it doesn't mean even if you believe in traditionalism he should you know he should provide and you should nurture however that works but i think we have we do have to start being more realistic i mean if he's making 60 you're making 50 you guys can live a pretty decent life um you know making one hundred and ten thousand dollars um a year and i think in that case if both parties are you know contributing to the home on an equal footing financially, that's where the balance really comes in at, you know, the things you do at home. So like, you know, what uh, Sister Concrete Rose just said, you know, about the men, you know, mowing the lawn and things like that. And, you know, doing things that if they, if he wasn't there, she would have to spend so much money. The kids are still seeing two yeah. parents, still can't afford to, do certain, you know, afford to do certain things. And then like sharing, I think, I think the problem becomes, and sometimes, Men, on the flip side, while we sometimes give this inflated financial expectation, I think sometimes men give this unrealistic emotional expectation. Like they don't, they want to enforce gender roles in full on the woman, but then want the work life or the financial contribution to be balanced between two people. And that's not fair. And so I think that's why a lot of times it forces women to say, well, if you want me to be a porn star, you know, uh, Susie Homemaker, you know, Martha Stewart, a chef and all these things in one. And I got to work 80 hours just like you do for the tribute to the household. How is that fair? So do me a favor. Won't you make 80 percent or more of the household income so that I can do more at home? And I think that's where that that issue becomes a problem. And so I feel like whatever works for whatever couple is fine. But just if the incomes are balanced then the responsibilities at home should be balanced so that there's an equal there's an equal give and take there between both partners. And if there's an extreme happening on one side, then as the, as a mate, then you should be working on filling in the blanks, you know, on the other side. I think that's where the community, that's where the disconnect usually happens. Well, I want to say this too, um, because this is something that also made me think. Um, I think that black women place a lot of value on 
what other women think about what our spouse and what our men do, right? And so when we're together, like white women, I notice don't really tell all their financial business. They're gonna not, they're not gonna tell you that Brad is only bringing in forty a year and she's um bringing up the rear. She's not gonna tell you that uh she's bringing in the majority of the money and Brad is uh bringing in forty thousand dollars. But what they're gonna do, they're still gonna build their credit up. They're still gonna own a nice car. They'll get a decent house. But I don't think they go off into their business as to what happens in the household. She's going to make sure Brad is able to pay for dinner when they go out to eat or he's able to grab the check or or whatever. But she's not going to tell you her financial business like black women will tell mm. um, each other. That, well, that's you, a good, you know what? That's a that's a good point. We spoke too much. They live off of credit a lot. So they're born with an 800, 800 credit score and they, a lot of things that they do, I'm talking about even those with money, I, like even, you know, my boss who's at the high executive level, he always, when I'm going to do something, he's like, well, I can get it because I'll put it on my car because I can get more points. They live off of credit. They they use their credit a lot. So mm -hmm. that takes, a, you know, that goes pretty far for them. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dej James. He says, for gorgeous sister George, peace to curling. Thank you so much, Dej. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, well, I wanted to jump in real quick because um, what you said is very true that, you know, Becky will definitely cover for Brad and, you know, not tell their financial business. But and here in where we are in Black America, if um, Brenda tries to cover for Pookie, Pookie will turn around and brag to all his friends about how, you know, oh, she's paying everything. You know, that, you know, our men see it as a as, as some kind of badge of honor that their women are taking <laughs> care of them and they'll be the one to tell the business. So, you know, Brenda can't do like um, like, um, you know, the white women do and, and um, you know, boost Pookie up because Pookie's running his mouth. You know what, Faith? Um, to be honest with you, I don't. That's true. That's true because men do like to be able to brag about stuff like that as well. Um, but you know, thinking about our women, our women will tell and go and dog our mates out to each other. They'll go and tell our mamas and daddies what the mate is doing, and then when everybody else is looking at your mate like he's crazy. Um, we take a lot of influence from our friends and family, especially when they talk about you. You, I couldn't. Uh -huh. Ain't no way in hell yeah. I'm gonna be with a man who ain't making this amount of money. Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna be with a man who can't do this third. And so then yeah. sitting around with our friends. Now, mind you, mind you, our friends are aren't probably in a better position than we are. Mine. And and and, and, you know, I, and I got a story. Becky's telling story somebody, tell. but Becky's telling her therapist, whereas we take we tell Akeisha <laughs> now. Right, right, and and and, and mm -hmm. that's exactly true because I have a story to tell. And this is a true story. Uh, one of my friends, she did just that. She was um, you know, engaged to this guy, and you know, we thought that they were doing great. You know, we thought that her guy was just taking all great care of her because when we would go out on couples dates and things of that nature. He was always paying for everything for her and for the rest of us. We didn't know that that was her money until he got with, you know, the, the rest of the guys and men do gossip. And he was the one telling, oh, my woman take good care of me. I don't have to come out of my pocket for anything. Y'all sitting up here spending all y'all money. He was the one telling all the business. And then, you know how men do, they ran back to their wives and then we found out about it. 
And so when we go out with our friend, we're looking at her like, mm-hmm, girl, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know. So it happens. It happens more times than, 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 a, than a little bit. That's the reason why I say, you know, the, the way that we do things as a group, you know, we are not on code like uh, Karen and Brad are. Absolutely. Karen and Brad definitely have a code. We don't. Get on code. Absolutely. That's that's I think that's the bigger problem than anything. We need to get on. We need to learn how to get on code like they do. Yes. Um, shout out to T3. He says, Why can't black women make slightly more than their husband? Um, you know what? I, I actually think that that's the case sometimes, a lot of the times. Um, shout out to B A P hate that. She says, I don't think being broke is the biggest issue. To be honest, it's the morals and lifestyles. You can work with the income in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, well, BAP, this is the Thanks thing, for though. the super chats, guys. Yes. This is the thing, though. A lot of marriages um, end due to finances. A lot of them. Um, shout out to Ray Alexander. He mm-hmm. said advanced education would help more black men to become competitive in the inform in the information economy. Education and income are correlated. Mm-hmm. So much for those super chats, guys. Okay. Concrete, do you want to read any more of the article? Yeah, I have a few more excerpts that I can read. Give me one second. I have one that was actually on something that we just talked about, and I thought that it was really interesting. So um, let me pull it up. It says, I just had it up. Okay, so um, this is uh, one section of the article, and he goes into, he says, um, one reason well-educated individuals end up in more affluent households is that they are more likely to be married and therefore Uh, to have two earners. College-educated women are now more likely to be married than those without college degrees. Now, this is where he's talking about women overall. He's not specifically talking about Black women. He said, but there's a big difference. Uh, There's a big difference here by race. White women with an undergraduate degree are are almost as likely to be married today as in 1960. That's crazy. Uh, But marriage rates are declining for Black women across the educational spectrum. A Black woman with an undergraduate degree between age 35 and 45 is 15 percent uh, percentage points less likely to be married than a white woman without an undergraduate degree. Um, yeah, I found that to be very interesting. And it kind of tied in uh, into what we were just talking about. I just didn't have an opportunity to right. chime in. Um, do you guys that. do you ladies think that in those cases, um, one of the super chats just said that. Do you think that in those cases where you know, the degree doesn't matter how it says white women are still more likely to be married with an undergraduate degree either way. Do you think that that has to do with the moral compass or, you know, maybe the non-financial things, how how the roles work in the house, the lifestyle that the, that the couple wishes to live? Do you think that that plays a part in those scenarios where if the, if the income is lopsided or if it isn't placed, if the value isn't placed significantly on that? Do you think that that make? Do you think that that makes up for it somehow? Um, and, and I'm sorry. Let me add. And if so, do you think there's a difference in how moral compass and lifestyle setups are are structured in the white household versus in the black household? 
Um, I think I, I do think that it's set up differently. Um, I think we're in a culture of where in the black community, the woman does lead in a lot of white communities. The man does lead and it doesn't matter how much the man makes. But mm-hmm. now see with black women. And I don't know a lot of black women. I don't know a lot of black women who will actually want to be the breadwinner and not have the majority of the say. I can't think of any, to be honest with you. Nah, um, that's when, a black good point. Women, when black women make the money, they expect to be the boss. And uh, if you're making the money, if, if like black women feel like if I'm making the money and I'm putting in toward the household and I'm cooking and I'm cleaning and I'm rearing the kids and I'm having sex on demand, and not to say that, you know, um, it's not the same on the other side, but black women feel like they should have the majority of the say because they feel like um, they would be getting cheated if the man was allowed to make all the decisions and stuff because she feels like she's um, doing just as much for the household. Um, I don't think other races of women operate in that exact same way. I I do think other women allow their men to lead more so, but it's, I think it's different on our side. Mm-hmm. Well, I can I can I'll also argue because I, I live out here amongst a very di- diverse uh, racial group of people. And um, I do see, you know, there are some households where it's clear that the woman is making more money. But the big difference is that the men are not making a big deal out of it either. And the men are actually pitching in their fair share as far as helping the women, you know, with the extras, you know, as far as the children and household responsibilities. And they're doing so without any expectation that the woman has to, you know, necessarily um, pitch in 50% of that. If He's perfectly fine with doing more than 50% if he knows that the woman is out there working harder. So Mm -hmm. I think that on that end, you know, of, of other groups, they have it a lot more over us as far as that is concerned. I don't see them really complaining and arguing as much as we do amongst our group as far as the gender roles and, and different things of that nature when it comes to um, who's bringing in the bread and who's um, doing more around the household. They right. pretty much just adjust accordingly. So the men, on the other hand, are not making a big deal out of it either. Right. It's like I was saying earlier, if there's going to be a disparity in income between the man and the woman, if the woman is taking land the income, I think that some of the disconnects, like like you mentioned, comes from what is the other party doing that's not making as much money. So it's like, you know, for me personally, if I make, let me just making this up, for example, if I make a hundred thousand and my mate makes fifty thousand, I make double what he makes. Okay, no problem. Let's say I'm okay with that. But I come home after a long day at work. And, you know, maybe he worked less than me. Maybe my work based on me earning more, I work more hours, however that looks. But I get home before him. I mean, he gets home before me, let's say. And I get home and why couldn't you cook dinner? If he's not cooking dinner, you know, he got there first. And it's like, well, that's your job. You're the woman. You should cook dinner. And it's like, what? Those things will start to become a problem for me. It's like, well, if I if I'm contributing this much more, I'm not saying that you have to do everything in the house. But why are you still holding me to, again, this traditional standard? of what a woman should be in the household for her spouse when in our scenario example, I'm not holding you to the standard of the provider you should be because I'm making double what you make. You're not the breadwinner here. I am. So if the roles don't match that up, then it becomes that becomes a problem. 
Um, shout out to Art New Style TV. He says sisters need to study educated power couples. And I, that actually, and it's so crazy because I was literally sitting here thinking, is uh, the power couple thing a myth? Is there a such thing as a power couple? And do are the dynamics still the same? If they're a power couple, does she allow her husband to lead? What do you ladies think about that? I think so. I think that when both when you reach a certain tax bracket, honestly, it doesn't really matter who makes more or less. So if the lifestyle, if the lifestyle can be attained through both parties financially and there's not a huge disparity, I, I feel like personally, in most cases, women will let the men leave. I think this usually shows up when there's a huge disparity financially when women, because again, I don't know in the black community, I don't know too many scenarios where women are exempted from exercising full femininity and being you know full-time moms and nurturing and so forth and so on and yet still having to be full-time breadwinners and okay with the men just kind of like i don't know getting in where they're fitting in and getting a percentage or portion whatever it is that they're doing i don't know i don't know too many black households where that's normal and that's okay so mm. If, they, that, know, if that makes sense, you know, what I mean, it, without I, and, and if it's going on, it's really some type of this type of discourse. The woman is frustrated, like you said, she's telling a business, like he get, you know, yeah. she's talking crap about I her think, man. It's not a happy scenario. I think that we're well. Let me read uh, Kevin's comment real quick. He says, "I have plenty of high earning women who are feminine and submissive to their lesser earning men on my channel. They are all non-black. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Um, I just want to say really quickly. I think that." Um, what we struggle with is we, we struggle with compromise and engaging in true partnerships. Whereas like, for example, the um, issue that uh, uh, the issue that um, that Mac brought up regarding, um, you know, if a, if a woman works outside the home and she is, you know, the primary breadwinner, you know, the, the, the partner or her husband should, um, be able to, you know, take some of the stress off, so to speak. Uh, I think that, you know, we, we have problems being in effective partnerships, whereas, you know, you're communicating and you're saying, okay, you know, I work late on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, you know, I'm taking the chicken out in the morning and putting it in the refrigerator so it can be, um, defrosted. And, you know, all you got to do is season it up and put it in the oven. Like I think now I do think that as women, we are, we are, um, we communicate with more words than men do. So sometimes just simply saying to him, this is what I need, you know, in order for our, our machine to be well oiled and working effectively. So like sometimes, you know, sometimes just saying it, you know, we, we just don't work in, we don't have effective partnerships in our community. And that's why we get so tied up into all these little idiosyncrasies and all these small details, as opposed to just talking it out with the person that you're in a relationship with mm -hmm. and finding a mutual compromise. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, I'm going to read some super chats first, and then I want to get Brown Becky in. Shout out to Platinum Elite for the super chat and shout out to brother art again for the cash app. Um, I think it went with his last comment. He said, study power couples and change the game. So thank you so much art. And thank you so much. Platinum Brown Becky. What do you have? Thanks guys.
Brown Becky, are you there? I was going to say, I can't hear her. <laughs> Is it just me? Well, you, uh, while she's getting it together, let me read uh, Bap's super chat really quick. She says, partnership, everyone bringing their individual strengths to produce something greater. Say that, Bap. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yes, this is another thing that I wanted to um, add on to this conversation. Okay, so if you are dealing with a man that is making $30,000 and you are over uh, 40 years old, I think most women would have an issue with that. Um, most black women would have an issue with that. And it's interesting to me because most of us don't want to say that our man is making um, $30,000 and under because we feel like at some point he should have it together and he should have more ambition to, for himself. Um, he should be uh, more economically sound at being a um, over 30 year old man mm. making $30,000. Um, what do you ladies think? You know that? what? That's interesting that you say that. Um, I mean, I, I don't prefer, I prefer a man who is, um, who's financially astute and who makes good money. Um, however, I remember uh, on one of our panels previously, someone talked about, okay, uh, he may be making $30,000, whereas you may be making $60,000 as a college degreed Oh, you know, you have an undergrad, you work in whatever your specialty field, you may be making $60,000. Let's say you manage a hotel or whatever it is, and he makes $30,000 at UPS or something. Um, however, he doesn't have credit card debt. Uh, he doesn't have uh, student loan debt. You know, his, his debt to income ratio may be way lower. He doesn't have a car note because he, he's driving a car that he paid cash for. So I just think that like I, I am one of those people I have a hard time looking at things like in a black and white way because there are so many different variables that I just have to consider before I can like give an absolute response to things that are just, you know, when you give those black and white scenarios. But I just wanted to add that in, you know, as something else to think about when we're like solely talking about, well, what, excuse me, when we're focused on someone's, um, you know, annual income. Um, yeah, shout out to Black Wizard. He says it's ironic in our community. You'll hear about how men aren't committing all the time, but I think a woman who has a lot of stipulations before she'll be feminine is doing the same thing. We both have commitment issues. I absolutely agree with that. Um, because I think, like I said, I think a lot of us are focused on what our own people think about us. Um, because it, it it feels funny if you go and let's say somebody asks you, well, how much money does he make and does he do good for himself? And you say, well, he ain't making but thirty thousand a year, and they automatically look at you like thirty thousand dollars a year. I would never ever reveal how much my partner makes. Maybe that just comes with mature. Like uh, it should. I don't. I'm not even gonna tell you. Like I just I wouldn't. I mean, I guess I see some people do it in kind of like a braggadocious way, but I do think that, you know, some women may be insecure and that's why they don't reveal it. It's just not something I would talk about in, in regular I agree. conversation with people. And, and I'll be honest, as much as, you know, money matters it, for everyone, like we, we have to survive with money. So this is not a black thing or white thing. It's just the way this nation is. I really honestly think it's more about a moral compass and lifestyle thing than it is about the dollar amount of which what someone makes. And I'm gonna even use myself as an alive example. 
once upon a time, I only made $30,000 a year. And I lived in New York City making 30, it was actually 37. Let me just give wow. the exact, making $37,000 a year. And I'm going to use this raw example because it is true. In fact, it is real. And I'm going to, and I'm going to bring the point home of why the money didn't matter as much as my moral compass and my choices made. With $37,000 in New York City, you are considered working poor. That is a fact. However, I had an apartment in New York City. I owned an investment property. I took care of my daughter and um, I traveled, sent my daughter to different continents. Like my life was just as astute and financially sound as someone who, and I've dated men who made three times that amount of money. And you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about what you make, what I make. That wasn't a thing. But at some point when it was discovered that I'm maintaining the same lifestyle that they have and I only make a fraction wow. of what they make, it was like, what? And the thing became mm. how financially sound I am. And that yep. was that was a quality for them that's like that would that that is a good wife because if if I if you can make this happen on thirty thousand, let's say, you know, we got married and somebody actually said this to me, say we got married and I decided to take care of you. And the fact that I, you can manage money so well, you could take mm. this, this $100,000 and make it go because you were able to live on my level. So maybe I'm even doing something wrong because Absolutely. I'm sorry. No, you that means you're saying? doing, yeah, you know what? And, that, that and that's that why I kept living above your right. means. Exactly. And that's why, and I have, and I have peer, and I had peers who made double, triple. And, you know, I look at some of, and I'm not judging them, but it was like, okay, they could never, you know, how did you buy a house? And they always got all the latest shoes and the latest sneakers and everything, but yet they ain't got no money in the bank. It, it's all these problems. Mm, but I'm like, they, you know, y'all make 80, 90,000. And that's why I kept saying in the beginning, you know, as much as the money does play a part, but I think that the disconnect more so becomes what comes up to be, how is the household set up between mm. the man and the woman, the financial, you know, the, the sound, the moral compass, those things mm. honestly really do matter more than Absolutely. the money. Once you reach a certain level Good of income, point. now if you only make nine dollars an hour. It don't matter how sound you are, you're, yeah. you're not going to be able to live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So given that's only going to take you so far, right? So given realistic numbers, I don't think couples need to make two hundred thousand and all this. This right, is not right. anymore. We are not. We are not in the space where you know men can solely take these women from you know rags to riches. Mm -hmm. You know, making all this money, and I think that for women who fully still hold on to that it's a little kind of selfish it's a little kind of selfish issue and it's a little kind of out it's kind of outdated and then you i know think what i think that's a good point and once you're done with that i, I want to chime in because that, that i want to okay something about what you said okay i'm just going to say also i think part of the problem is we allow um social influence and social media and this to dictate these superficial unrealistic goals and you know we see people flaunting and flossing and this and that and you know yeah we got it. and i think we sometimes make make that a desire that it's not really realistic or even needs to be placed in our real lives and we lose sight of that mm, and so i, I think wanna, i think yeah go ahead i <laughs> wanted to say and i'm gonna read uh tony's comment because it's very interesting too okay i wanted the ladies to chime in on if you believe that you know having this hypergamous mindset that you're coming in and expecting you know someone to swoop you off of your feet and you know take you to the next level in today's time do you think that that is a selfish mindset and um, really quickly i just want to read tony's comment she says we should revisit the underlying assumption that head of household 
automatically means whoever brings in the most money. What if the mm-hmm. breadwinner makes horrible decisions? What about competency? I agree wholeheartedly. Say that, Tony. Um, um, Ray Alexander says to boost black marriage rates, black men must advance educationally and financially. Education and skill sets are co-related to man's income. Thank you, Ray, uh, for the super chat. Um, and that's an interesting comment. I personally do not think that education is necessarily tied to um, you know, the, the, the home. I think that you could be an entrepreneur and, and or a laborer and, um, you know, still lead in the same way that a person with an MBA or, you know, something would have. So, um, but that's an interesting take. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. What I wanted to also know, Concrete, are we ready to bring some of the men on? Because- oh, absolutely. Let's open it up and like the ladies can answer those questions and or respond to um, what Mac has said uh, while we're opening it up. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Okay. I just want to add one thing real quick to add on to that little Is example. Is that George speaking? She's cutting up really badly. I am? Whoever was can talking to Can y'all hear me? Now we can, yeah, yeah. Okay, I so I just want to add one thing to that live example. So my boyfriend at the time when I met him and I was making that $30,000, he was making about almost five times what I was making. And truth be told, I was actually, to me, and he, he admitted it, I actually was the more financially sound one. He had the money, he had the ability money-wise, he physically earned enough to create that. But I knew how to be financially savvy, make right choices. And so for him, he realized that he spends money frivolously he does things stupidly, and if something were to happen, or if he went down, he may not know how to live or function. And so, what I brought to the table as far as being financially sound was more important than the salary he could have ever made. Because ooh, ooh, I'm just—it's true, you know. So, okay, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question about that situation? Sure. Um, was his spending habits attractive to you? When you met him, did he have nice clothes? Was he dressed well? Did you like the way he dressed? I don't um, think that was what initially drew her to him. Exactly, at all. But I, it was a I'm, perk, right? No, actually, oh, I liked him. You're cutting no, up no, again. no. I actually liked him before I physically met him in person. Oh, okay. It was his intelligence that drew me to him, honestly. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, well, I mean, I guess the point I was trying to make is a lot of black men are fiscally irresponsible given today's climate because a lot of them do feel the pressure to peacock for women. A lot of, you know, you got to have the nicest J's. You got to have the nicest shoes. You, your car got to have rims on it. Otherwise, yeah, you know, nobody look at rims no more. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, I mean, basically, it got to be, you got to have some nice things. Because you, you try to approach a woman, you might have $100,000 in the bank, but if you ain't presenting yourself in a uh, Kevin Samuels high-class way, she's going to look down on you, just on the initial approach. Unless you get to well, know her some other way. Not but the women I fuck with. To answer your question, I had another man there. Go ahead. All right, but can I I make a statement right quick before Platinum gets in here and tells us how awesome he is? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and drop off. <laughs> Wait, Complex, we want to hear what you have to say, too. Uh, um, ho- let, let, let Archer and then... Okay, um, for a while, I, I want to make, I wanna make one statement We want to hear what you have to say, Complex. I'm going to make the super chat. I'll talk to, talk to the super chat. I, can, I, um, can I go? 
Uh, I'm sorry. Light Bearer Council says, when meeting, how do we gauge the moral of a partner? We all have different morals from our upbringings. That's true. Mm -hmm. And of course, that comes through vetting the person, getting to know him or her. That's not something you're going to know at first glance. Right. That's true. But let me say one thing about the economic uh, situation in America and, and this notion, this belief that black women have that every other group of women is living high off the hog and basically living off their men. We all can go outside. We see everybody out there working. Let me break the numbers down for you right now. 42% of Americans make less than $30,000. 72% of Americans make less than $50,000. Only 28% of Americans make more than $50,000, and that's men and women. Wow. There is nobody in America right now who is living, no groups, couples who are living where barely any, unless they're like super rich, are living where just the man provides. And even if you're making six figures, in most places in America, after taxes, you only take home you only take home sixty thousand of that six of that hundred thousand dollars after taxes. You have to have multiple streams of income in America. Most people are living are living with are living where both people are working. There's not a you know I, if I go outside right now, I'm not going to see I'm not going to have a hard time seeing white women work. They're out there working too. Everybody's out there working. All right. And when we talk yeah. about the, the, the disparities, the disparities between black incomes and white incomes. And we look at household incomes, household incomes, when they when they rate household incomes, they're not rating the man's income. Household incomes are two or more. So they're rating the man and the woman, the wife and the husband's income. And that's where the biggest gap between incomes and between races happen, where we fall far behind because our women. A lot of black women, I've dealt with this too, where they have this belief that a man is supposed to be able to provide. You go on Facebook, you see memes where like, oh, I want a man with this type of energy where he just walks in the house and gives me $500 of spending money for no goddamn reason. Well, that's fiscally irresponsible. Silly. Like, yeah, that's silly. Yeah. But that's that, that's that notion we have about manhood. We have this hyper sense of manhood where manhood's supposed to provide this overabundance of women and um, of money. But black Americans, b women and men, are both disenfranchised economically. <laughs> and we're, 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 we're both expected to do, well, the women are expecting the men to be in that top 28% of men who make over 50,000 in the whole country. And because of that, we're, in, we're ending with a lot of women who say, the men are not making enough for us to marry them. So since they're not making 50 or more thousand, we're not gonna marry them. And we have a large group of single women. And when you turn that over and you look at the household incomes, we have the lowest uh, number of household. The average household income for black Americans are like 40,000 versus whites, 60, uh, uh, Asians, it's like 80. So like we're, we're doing it backwards. We're expecting too much from one person in this economic environment because we're being too influenced by television, by social media, and by what, the perception of what a man is supposed to do. And really by gender roles. We are we are victim to what we perceive as <sighs> Come on. You uh, done yet, bro? Come on, keep keep it keep it chill. Let's hear from Plastic. Nah, it's his I'm life. Gonna... I'm saying I understand no, you have problems, problems with women. Nobody's we get it. This is not what we're gonna do today. Our church, chill out. Come on. Platinum, go ahead and go, and then we'll get, get complex in. Okay, well, not the women I deal with. I don't know. Ones who post memes like that, I don't deal with women who looking for a man to come home and give them $500. You know, there's a lot of couples out there. There are a lot of men, uh, uh, mom dads, 
you know, it's a lot of men that's at home basically fulfilling the role of, of that's, that's traditionally of the woman. You know, so it's I, I don't get what you say. It's not that big a deal about money. You know, it just depends on the women you're dealing with. There's some women. That's what they want. You know, yeah, they want some money and they will put a charge. But that's a woman that's not really looking for a man. That's a woman looking for a lick. That's a look. That's why I'm looking for a come up. And there's a lot of guys out there, you know, hey, it's a match made in heaven. Maybe they want to spend some money. And I, I give you an example of these rappers. You see the rappers buying all these trucks, buying all these expensive vehicles, making big deals about these women's birthdays and stuff. You know, these dudes, I mean, they, they don't have a problem doing it. You know, it doesn't bother them. They look at it like, hey, I got a lot of money. I'm going to spend the money. But normal people, natural people, no. Because it ain't about money. No, ain't no woman. You say, our black men hurting black women's marriage prospects. I totally disagree with that. No, they don't. It's not because they're not marrying well, black men because platinum, of lack of money. Platinum, but, but so black men, men propose. So if a man isn't financially sound or if he's not in his, in, you know, in the right financial space, it's, he's less likely to propose. If he doesn't feel like he's financially secure in what he brings home or what he brings to the table, he's probably less likely to propose, right? I don't know about that concrete because you had Both like fools proposed. Well, if, if they are, if they uh, apparently if they're Caucasian, they do. Um, because if the woman is making more money than the Caucasian man, um, ca the Caucasian women are saying, Hey, your money doesn't matter. We can make this work. Um, Mark, I make 75,000 and I know you only make 40, but together we make so much more. And that's, that's that's See, deep to me forty thousand dollars isn't necessarily broke it depends on where you live and how competent you are and how financially astute exactly you are. but even if he was making 30 and she was uh making 70 that's still 100k in her eyes and she's like right well 100k is still better than 70 and so she's like you know what mark um we can build your credit up we can help you pay off your pickup truck and we can get you a business on the side I, I do not see white women as being captains like that. I'm sorry. Like, I know white women. I don't see them coming in swooping to mm -hmm. save the day. They may be willing to get into a partnership that they realize is going to be beneficial for I them agree. in the long run. But, but I don't see them swooping in and saying, I'm going to save the day no but, matter how broken but, this is. No, but, 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 but what Sister wait, George hold is on saying. Really quickly. Um, let's let let's let Complex in. I'm sorry because we skipped him. And then I do want to hear if you could just hold your thought um Brother Art, and then we'll we'll get you in. Um, hold on a sec, um, Oh, hey, what's going on, all y'all? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Um, so I, I'm just why it, there's okay. So what you did is you're you're scraping out the bottom, right? So the whole basis of this conversation is dealing with dudes that are lesser. Okay. And that's kind of where you're starting at. So right off the bat, I'm kind of like, that's why I'm just saying like, well, yeah, I don't like the intelligent dude. And this is well noted, right? See, so what you guys willingly do is you, it's like running a hundred yard dash, right? And it's like, it's you against every other ethnicity of women. And then what you guys do is you say, well, we're going to, we're going to give you guys a 10 yard head start, or fuck it, 20 for that matter. And that's what you guys do perpetually. Now I'm going to bring up um, a recent example, Concrete Rose, and it'll prove what I'm talking about. Okay. Your stepson. Mm. Mm. He's invisible. He's invisible. Right. Now, I would say, I'm going to ask you this. 
would you say that your stepson, based on what how you described him to me, essentially has all of the tools to fit the bill of what it is you guys are sitting here discussing? Would you would you would you say that I would be correct in that assessment? Meaning, is he like broke? him having? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no, sorry. no. Him, 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 as mm -hmm. as an intelligent young man, going into the future, he he's on that path. The way you describe. Oh him yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, okay, absolutely. But but guess who? Guess who? He's invisible to. Black women. Uh, young, I'm gonna go ahead. Black, I'm gonna go ahead and drop girls. off. Well, which which who grow into women. Right, right, right. OK, so that that's that's all I I, I mean, come on, y'all. <laughs> come on. Yeah, I, I get I get your point. And I, I do think that, you know, it's a valid point. I mean, I, I can't argue against that. It's like the said, point. Oh, it's, it's the point. Seeing it play out. That, that group is invisible to you. Mm -hmm. um, let me I, read the super chat real quick and, and then we'll get to you. Uh, shout out to Roxy Reckles, Rocks Star Fitness. She says in the white in, in the white conservative circles, you have more couples who are married and live off of and do live off one income. The difference is they live within their means and mm -hmm. off of the budget of the man's income. Um, um, I I, th I think that is a valid point that you make. Mm -hmm. But well, one, uh, one other thing I wanted to. I was just going to. Go ahead. Go ahead. One other point I wanted to just point out. Um, you get, you guys recall the conversation that we had about um, incorporated unions, estate planning. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, my so, so you're 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 not so smart, average minded dude isn't the guy who's thinking like that. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, I don't think most most yeah. men are. That was some very um, good information that I don't think a lot of people know. But uh, go I, ahead, I think, Mac, and then we want to get art in. I just wanted to say it's 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 really about balance. While I'm not going to knock any woman or any man for having a standard, a financial one, a moral one, whatever that may be, because all of these things overall play it they, they all have a, a piece somewhere in the puzzle where they fit just overall to sustainability and survival in this country they fit they matter right um but i do think it's about being realistic and for me personally the most important thing that i'm look i would look for in a man is his moral compass his character and his ability because honestly speaking while money does matter and i said that a man uh, a man with the with the high moral compass and, and integrity and character he knows how to be a man um, at almost any income level. And I'm not mm, talking about levels where, I, and I'm being honest, and I'm not talking about levels where if anybody made that, we all would die. I'm not talking about if you make $3 an hour. I'm talking about just realistic, like, you know, the numbers that were just given by the fellas, you know, making 40,000, which is an average number, 60,000, not inflated numbers like 90, 80,000. It shouldn't, those numbers should not compromise a man's ability to be a man and a woman's ability to be a woman. And if those things are intact first and foremost, the money issue won't be such an issue. You guys will be able to make it with a two, two household income because that's realistic in today's world anyway. And I think that's the bigger issue that should be addressed. The moral Thanks. fabric of the man and the woman, honestly. You know what? And that is a good point. And I thought that Archer brought up some very good points just by breaking down those statistics, because that helps us to look at things on a more realistic level, because, you know, everybody wants to pretend like they're making close to six figures. And we know that that's not the case. But um, let's let me read Tony's comment. And I want to get Art in here. 
So Tony says, um, this is a multi-layered combo. There are intersections between education and class, cultural differences in morality, and the overall shift into secularism as it pertains to marriage. Uh, I agree. Um, thank you, Tony. Um, go ahead, Art. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. I was trying to expound on uh, what Sister George was saying. That's more of the story of ISIS. But as far as the white women doing it out of love, I just think they do out of necessity. So they have to make sure that they put all the, you know, I don't know if anybody knows the story of ISIS, but just overall, um, he was cut into several pieces uh, by, you know, his, his, his hater. And then later on, she went around different places where he was buried or different people. Uh, how can I say he went around? I mean, she went around different places where his parts were located and then put them back together and then turned into a bird. And <laughs> and then uh, she made a, I guess, a, a makeshift phallus and made a baby and had horror. Anyhow, the whole thing was that that she was able to at least uh, use her, her energy to put him back together to be a god again. And so that's the thing. I think that's some of the message because I know some women say, "Why should I do that?" Well, you know, how bad do you, how bad do you want that power that you connected to, right? But that was just on the side note. But my other part, I want to touch on the degrees. Um, you know, you gotta, you always gotta remember that a lot of a lot of sisters when they're real young, they're told that you need to get that degree so you won't need a man. So they have that. They have to prove that they're better than the man in the workforce and all that kind of stuff. So when it's time to come together, you really don't have a set plan on how to make it with somebody. And on top of that, if you do get somebody that has just as much power as you in the, in the workforce, you may lose your sense of value because of uh, what you've been trying to work hard for all these years. So you take that mm. stuff from from the, the Wall Street into the bedroom. And that's why that's one of the, the main things that keeps things complicated. And I think, uh, I don't know if it was Kevin Samuels or whatever, but when you talked about the other nationality of women, uh, for the most part, I don't think anybody's saying that they're better. It's just that they're not, they're, they're using a strategy that works for them. Uh, good you point. Know, they, they, they're using something, you know, like, for example, in the workforce, you know, when it's time, when they get in the position, when it's time to do the hiring, they're trying to prove to the world that they don't discriminate, they, they love everybody. You know, they're probably, you know, maybe mm, even I would agree with sisters. that. But, you know, because I've been through this where you have like, you know, uh, even I don't know about Becky, but you the Asian women or the Latinas, you know, once most of the time they're trying to bring in little Ricky or, uh, you know, Ling Chow. They try to put them in over us. But when sisters are in position, you know, that that's what I think those are strategies they're missing out on. You know, you got to, you know, once, once you're in, in a position of, of power or, or influence, you got to use it to the, you got to invest in what, what's out there for you to be able to take advantage of so that basically you have more people on your team. I think that's the, that's the main thing that we're missing out on, mm. especially, especially with that degree. You know, people, trip, you know, guys try to say things, let me real quick, guys try to say things about women with degrees, but I think the main thing, I don't think guys are intimidated. I just think that guys are saying this because they're using degrees against them rather than for the family as a whole. 
And that's it. Thank you, Art. Anyone? Um, that was good. That was good. Yo, can I ask? Can I ask you a, a question? Can no, no, you you can't because Sorry. we still got Brown Becky that we haven't gotten in yet. Brown Becky, what are your thoughts? Um, I think I mentioned this last on was it Wednesday or the last week? I think I think it was last week because I was talking to uh, Concrete because she mentioned it. Um, yeah, it was last week. It was when it was all women. The panel. Um. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> um, oh, complex. When he mentioned again, as usual, oh, black women don't like educated men. Well, black men. Okay, but educated black men are chasing the same bitches that the thugs are chasing too. And Ooh. like I said, nobody wants to acknowledge that. When they want to mm, black women own, you know, not wanting so-called educated men. But the educated men are saying Keisha too. So you saying um um black men don't want educated women either. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's going both ways. Neither one of them want each other. <laughs> See, it seems to me that black men don't want black women. And I'll say black men specifically. Now, I understand it could be because they went through something similar as my stepson well, no, um, when they were young adults. Educated black men. Because, you know, he oh, mentioned. Right. Right. He said, in, he said intelligent black men, I think. Brown, brown Becky. But ele educated Sweetheart. and intelligent is not one in the same. <laughs> yes. Can we not conflate the two? Because you're confusing education with intelligence. And what I said was sisters don't like intelligent black men. Now, to kind of speak to what you're talking about, I was married to a black woman mm -hmm. who had a master's degree from Loyola University. Okay. I don't think you really know me. I, I, I don't not really sure you know who it is you're addressing. I'm curious, uh, Brown Becky, why don't you go ahead and continue about what it is that you're perceiving about me, and then I'll go ahead and proceed to correct every wrong perception. Go right ahead. Okay, I thought you were talking about educated black men in general. Okay, do you know the difference between education and intelligence? Right, and mm -hmm. you said that, and then okay, intelligent, I said intelligent black men. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? I mean, I even asked Concrete Rose. I said, well, um, your son is an example. We don't even have to use me. Let's use your stepson. Yeah, she I agreed. Stepson, yeah. She agreed. So where's the lie? Well, she's that son is, you know, in college and, you know, black women ain't checking for him or whatever. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but well, it goes, no, it, it does happen. It happens quite often, more so than you guys care. No, I know it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't, well, but I'm saying it goes Deflect, and let's kind of focus on who the men that would actually fit the bill that you're talking about, who are also seemingly ironically invisible. See, there's the problem. Why do you guys want to dance around it? Dance around what? I admitted it, it goes both ways. Well, then, then what is the discussion to be had? 
I don't know about the discussion to be had, but I do know there's a super chat to be read. Shout out to Full Circle. He says, Karen's don't believe in struggle love when it comes to a white man and future kids. When it comes to trailer trash and some interracials, it's a different story. Thank you so much, Full Circle. Thank you, Full Circle. That is a fact. I agree with Full Circle, too. Yep. Back in college, I had... um. I had these. I had a couple of white people that I was uh, associated with. I don't want to say friends, but associated with. And um, I remember that there was like a party that we were all going to go to, and she was supposed to come. One of the girls was supposed to come with us, and basically it was a conflict because she had another party that she wanted to go to, and we were like, we were all going to go to this one party, but her. And we were like, well, why are you not going to this party? And she was like, well, um, the party I'm going to, like. You know, my dad, his, her dad was like an engineer or something. And long story short, it was like, you know, no, like these are like lawyers in there. It was like she was groomed to sh- anything socially, anything revolving other young peers and men. She was taught, like, go find you a doctor. Go go put, make yourself available to those men that are that are set to be astute and, you know, intelligent and wealthy and go to those parties. We're not going to, you don't need to go to the local party where, you know, there might be a bunch of numbs and nobody's over there dancing and all that other stuff. So that part, what he's saying is actually a lot, there's a lot of truth to that in the white community. Their parents, they, these, these, the girls are groomed to set themselves up to go look at successful mm. men only. Yeah, we I don't agree with that. And I mean, but we, yeah. we, we, we uh, got that anyway in our com- community because um, you know some people know that I'm in a fraternity and our circles, are, they pretty much set up to where, you know, they don't really, they don't really ask for like your looks or, you know, you know, I mean, they go more into your, your, um, your mm. educational background. Oh, he got this degree in this. Really? I mean, they're really impressed because they know. That's a fraternity and sorority thing. Cause um, I'm affiliated with, East, I'm Eastern star. That's a fraternity and sorority thing. Oh, they That's do not it, and they do it. In, they do it. They do it in the, the, the Masonic lodges as well. But we're speaking about the larger numbers. They don't, that's not a, that's not a norm. I'm trying to say sister, that Go. we still ha- we have that in existence in the black community, so it ain't like it's something from outer space. This stuff has been going on uh, since uh, what 1906. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, we we have this, you know, but some people just run away from it uh, for whatever reason, you know. Like uh, Archer J said, uh, you know, things that you look at in, in social media, TV, everybody have these fantasies, but they're still running away from the blueprint that still works. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, to respond to that, I'm a piggyback of what Complex said. It's, I don't like to speak in the isolated scenarios because they don't represent the problematic statistics at large. So like when Complex was saying how many black women really like intelligent black men, I can, I could have easily stepped in and said that does exist because I like intelligent black men. But the reality of it is, my one self or my one odd example doesn't speak for the problematic statistic okay, that let's, let's he's speaking truth to. So I'm saying that to say, hold on, I'm saying that to say, while I agree with you as a person that's part of the sorority and fraternity, you know, lifestyle, understanding that that exists. But when I when I go down the street on 125th Street and I'm in Harlem or I'm in Brooklyn or I'm in this place, that is not a statistical norm that exists where we are conditioned to look for those type of things. It, it's not, it's, it's not, let's it's not spoken that. about at large. Okay. I, I got you sister, okay. but let's go with that. Why is that? That's a good question. 
I'm sure there's Great. various reasons why. That's a good question. Yes, you don't know the answer Great. to it, but hey, um, shout out to everybody <laughs> on the panel. Um, uh, shout out to um, this, this guy. Really, you just come in yeah. kicking the chair? We got some stuff to got. I gotta take care of. Um, um, wait, 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 wait. This ain't about what on somebody else's show, right? Uh no um maybe possibly um, I'll I'll stick to the topic yes okay I'll stick, I'll stick to the topic I'll stick to the topic okay so I'll say this I'll say this okay um so the title is um are broke black men hurting black women's marriage prospects well no I don't think it's broke black men that's hurting um uh you know black men's uh black women's marriage process I think it's broken black women you know unattractive broken black women that like to speak um you know rumors and gossip. Things they don't know anything the truth about and they just make stuff up because they're not being chosen um uh they're unattractive um nobody wants them so you know what they do is they blame black blame black men for not being chosen again man um you can you know uh this is why i shout out to all the bbws the cute ones anyway you, you can lose weight but you can't lose ugly and you got a lot again a lot of um, unattractive <laughs> females in this space or not in this space black or in general that you know um aren't properly assessing themselves to you know where they just fall again sis you, you're not attractive and if you're unattractive you have to take what you can get not really you know what i'm saying get what you want and um i think there's a lot of unattractive females out here again especially when they're gossip mongers and they just go up and make up things especially about younger black children you know um uh, why would anybody want to choose them in the first place why would anybody want to choose a gossiping, ugly ass old? Wait, 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 Okay, so if a man was making $30,000, right? And, and you know, most black women won't date a man that's making like $30,000, especially if they're making over 50. Would you would you agree to that? Would you say I, that that was probably true? No, that's not true at all. So you think that black women thank, won't thank actually you. date uh, men that are making less money? Not, not thinking. I know for a fact they do. Wow. Okay. So that's the first. See, I think that's the first um time we've heard this opinion on here. Um, no, I don't think it's an opinion thing. I think you actually be provable. Again, we we talk about if you look at the black. Um, How? Uh, Where's the quantitative data? Dating or marrying? Marrying. Uh, that's what oh, I'm. Oh, you said dating. I, don't th- I didn't know oh, you said okay. marrying. Now my bad. My bad because me, um dating. I you know we, we get pregnant by them all the time, child. Yeah, yeah, okay. you Even still, wait, wait, even still, with the marriage aspect of it, I don't think the majority of um uh you know people that are getting married are you know middle or upper middle class and black people. I don't think. I think that's the lesser number. The the higher you go in black people, I think the higher you go in earning, the lesser black people are are married, right? Or, or am I wrong? Say that one more time, because you know I'm, I got a fifth grade. I think, I think I, the higher you go up in um, uh, income, the lesser of black couples that there are, the lesser it are. Oh. You're right. You can, you're right, and you're wrong. The, when it so comes to basically, the, man, the higher you go up, uh, the social economic status, the more you'll see people dating out. Well, not just dating out, marrying, out, marrying from outside. Said you're right and you're wrong. He sounded like he was about to bring a good point back to that. Well, no, oh, at least go, wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, just quick. Yeah, but yeah, just real quick. It's either like either they're not married, as in like you know the confirmed bachelor shit. Shout out to um Obsidian, or um uh, they're married out. 
So yeah, both yeah. of those, both of the things you say, it's, it's more than it's more than one fold. But when it comes to higher earning blacks, when you talk about the men, the men typically seem to be married more often than the higher earning black women. The men, when the men make more money, they marry quicker than the women who make more money because the women shrink their options and they don't typically you, like to date down. You That's are absolutely can. positively correct in that. Yeah. Um, I think you they, they, they a really, really good point because like I said, um, when a woman makes uh, more money, or she's making a decent income, generally she does not like to date a man who's making less because they still want to feel, um, well, let me ask the ladies on a panel. Do you think it's because the woman wants to feel, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, no, I'm trying to block Jerome for a quick second. Let me put you on some time. Don't, don't block him, uh, man. No, I'm not going to block him, but he can, he can sit out for a few minutes. Okay. Um, is Do y'all think what? that it's because the woman wants to become, does she want to feel uh, more feminine because she doesn't want to date down? Is that, does that make her feel more feminine when she dates a man who makes more money? Absolutely. I think I, it's all yeah, about, it's all about her wanting to feel as if the man is taking care of her. Of course, if you have a man spending money on you, you're going to feel feminine you're going to um, have those bragging rights to go back to your friends and say, oh, look what he did. He bought me this. He bought me that. We went on this trip. We went over here. We went over there. So absolutely. You know what, Faith? Because um, I hate saying I can't order off the full menu and I have to only stick to like the right side of the menu and I can't look to the left side where they got the good steak pit. That's so true. <laughs> I think that women who I think that women who um, have reached a cer certain socioeconomic status, like they'll they'll get with those guys like to play around, you know, like a boy toy or somebody to sleep with. But generally, I think that you know. It, I think that it does impact their ability to feel that the man is a true leader. If he's literally, you know, making $20,000 or delivering pizzas and she's this high level executive. I mean, I think, I think attractive, attractiveness has something to do with it too. Most black women are more, more money are not that attractive. Really? I wow. think they would have the money to, because like the women now, this is what I'll say. I think that they are because they actually have the money to keep up the actual maintenance. No, like she doesn't have to get like the uh, ugly lace. She can get her lace plucked right. Now uh, listen, you know what? Her salvation is not in the salon. I have to agree. And now, I, and I've met like women that are fit, but they aren't typically like um, what society would deem as beautiful, you know, because they kept, they've always kept their head in the books and they are, you know, just kind of have this focus, their career focus and career driven. So they're not so focused on their outward appearance. So I, I you know, I do, I can understand where I don't Archer's go coming from with that office point. office to see a lot of attractive women. I, I have yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. that facial hair. Oh, <laughs> unibrows but, um, and everything. <laughs> right. Uh, but the, I think the thing that um, the other thing that needs to be addressed is not just about them being masculine. I think they're I think the other part is when they're in a position where they are making more than a man, it probably kind of puts them in that mother role over their husband. So mm. that's I think that's the part where mm. that's, that's that struggle right there that we're that we don't really address because that's supposed to be a temporary thing. It's not supposed to be something that's going on forever. So if you do make a lot of money or whatever, they got to be some kind of plan for this guy guy to be in a more pro provider and protecting role because that's the thing, mm -hmm. you know, 
where well, our, our nature, hold on, let me ahead, finish. that's the thing in our nature, because like most of the time, if you hear this conversation that we're having on the panel, it seems like the, the finances kind of drive your nature. So hmm. that's, that's I, the issue I, that I we have. I think that that's interesting. Hold that's on real quick. One. I wanted to get SKC in here, but I wanted to kind of lead with this. Um, do, do we think based on this article, for those of you who are familiar with it and those who just kind of went off of our general synopsis, um, do you think that if black men quote unquote level up that black women, that it would increase the marriage prospects for black women and that black women would acquiesce to that and, 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 you know, be more in their feminine energy and be more likely to compete um, you know, I'm so not that. sure about that. Can I answer that question? I have a question. I have a well, well, I wanted to answer Concrete's question first. Okay. Um, being that, okay, so I was on, I want to say I was on Aegon's panel one day or I was in his chat and they were trying to come up with black TV shows or TV shows where the men <laughs> actually led the household. And it was a very, very difficult thing to come up with shows where the men actually led the household but I do think that that mirrors our society and our culture. And so I think even if the man is making more money, I think it's still like a thing to where our women aren't just aren't as submissive as other races of women. But that's just my opinion. What do you got? Okay, let, let's hear from SKC first and then we'll get everybody else in. Well, let me read Roger's super chat and I wanted to hear from SKC. Um, thank you, Roger. He says, sisters work to destroy their families and others work to build their families. As long as that agenda is in place, income and education will only fix so much. Husbands and fathers don't have the same level of importance to them. Thank you. You always come with an interesting comment. Thank you, Brother Roger. Um, SKC, what are your <laughs> thoughts? Hey, re re before SKC goes, just a quick question. Um, when you were talking about the TV show thing, is that currently or past? It was passed. It was passed. And I would say I um, probably like uh, before 2010 or whatever. I think of a few. Yeah, I can think of a few. Yeah, Rock, yeah. the Bernie Sanders show. Yeah, okay. Bernie Sanders, I'm, hold I'm, on. Bernie Sanders is a whole old white man. Wait, 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 stop. I mean, stop, stop. Bernie Sanders, Ber um, Bernie, Bernie Matt. Uh, Matt. Yeah, that's a whole old white man. Fantastic knew who I was talking about. No, nah, I, I heard Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I just have a quick Bernie question Matt. about the attraction factor. I just have a quick question about the attraction factor. This is more for the men. You guys can help me figure this out. When you say there's a lot of unattractive um, women that make mo more money and guys don't usually want the unattractive women. Men, do you guys find other attributes other than the actual physical being of the woman that adds into the element of attractiveness? Because I know for women, I mean, physical does I mean, matter, no, but there are easy. other things that That's make men attractive. Let me, yeah, let me hold speak on, on that. Hold on, hold on, guys, because I wanted to get SKC's take. He hasn't had a chance to speak. So, okay. SKC, if you answer either, you can answer both of those what questions and then it's a free-for-all after that. Um, To answer the question of the title of the show, Black Broke Black Men Hurting Black Women's Marriage Prospects, um, I would say no, because, uh, you know, if, black, if you have Black women that are on that same scale, they're, if they're broke or on the lower social economical scale, uh, then they can get with those guys and they can get married if they want to. Actually, uh, they could build a life together and build build together and, and grow that way if they so please. 
uh, for the other individuals, the uh, women who uh, have much more and they are on a higher scale. Um, no, uh, it's the broke black men aren't uh, harming their prospects um, because they actually have access to a lot of things that should increase their prospects um, uh, by means of the, the financial success that they have. They should have a larger business network uh, of people. They should have a larger social network. They should have more opportunities to travel. Uh, they should have more access to uh, different events uh, that take place that puts them in the front of other individuals. So all they would have to do is compete with other women. But I think that's the real problem is that that's where they're finding their difficulty that even though they have the money to do it, that still doesn't mean that they have um, the capability to compete on a world scale. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, and did anyone want to go ahead and chime in yeah. on uh, yeah, Max's question about uh, yeah. attractive Yeah, hold up. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, uh, first off, uh, is Mac a content creator? Is she, she got YouTube? Not yet. <laughs> Wait, so, wait, so um, Mac, um, I can't, I can't, I can see your, your, I can't see your face. I can see your body. You like, you got some hips and dips and stuff going on over there. And you look like you're a chocolate sister or whatever. So, um, are you attractive? <laughs> yes, I am. You, you are attractive. Yes. You got an Instagram? I do. Wow, wow, really? Wait, hold on. But I'm gonna but, tell you something really quick, Mac. This is their okay. their spiel. What this is their this is what they do. Like when a woman has something to say or, or ask a question, they do the height, oh, weight, no, no, no. size. Yeah, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Captain Rose, Captain Rose. No. In order to invalidate what someone wait, wait, that's not Wait, 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 yeah, if you, if you let me explain, I can explain it to you. Again, Go she ahead. brought up she brought up attractiveness, okay? Yeah, no, because someone she challenged she actually, well, I, I can answer it. I don't have to see her. I can answer it. I don't have to see her or see her on Instagram. Um, if I, I, as an old, look, if you a young man, I can understand. If you, I said, if you're under 30, I can understand you want to, you know, you, you I, I follow you a thousand percent. But as a, a mature man, an older man, uh, I would turn down a, 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 a 10 who had was making about 20,000 a year over opportunity to be with a, a five that's making about 150. I would take the five with no question. I can tell you, no, no, it's not so much. It's the whole, it's the whole situation that, you know, it's just the entire minority. Platinum is a minority. I can I can speak for many men and and this. Well, I can speak for quite a few men, but I'm, I'm telling my you're the minority of men. Okay, so what do you what men, do you think? Fans? No, I'm the, I'm the majority. First off, first off, Matt, um, can we what's what's your Instagram? Wait, Don't give them your information. Why not? Because I know what you guys do. Like I've been. Hey, well, this is gonna, all right, I'm gonna this take. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow Concrete Rose. I'm not gonna give my Instagram. But what I will do, but I really would like you to explain this without using me as an example. But I'll actually put, I'll actually add a close-up icon so you can see my face the way those ladies' faces are shown. Okay, so cool, I'll have cool, to cool. give my Instagram. Right, can I, can I answer the question oh. after Platinum? 
right, so cool. So I right, so anyway, so with the, the attractiveness thing, I right, listen, attractiveness is, is king for women, period. Okay. I don't yeah. most men, the majority of men, again, this is science, this is psychology, this is everything. Men don't give a damn about what a woman makes. Okay. Now, if you get into the, the aspects of personality and things like that, of course, nobody wants a fine ass, just bitter bitch. Okay. No matter how yeah. fine you are, it gets to a degree of where you're a headache. No man wants a headache, but the thing and the issue that happens with black women, uh, preferably again, Mac, even though you seem to be a dark, of the dark skin variety, all right, dark skin females have a tougher issue time. And again, Sister George just said this with a submission aspect. Okay, you get into that. Wait, have, I didn't hear her say that. But so dark skin women. Dark, she didn't say dark. Wait, she didn't say dark skin, but she yeah. did say black women. She didn't say. She okay, but well, that's not dark skin. I'm going over all of the things. I'm covering all my bases. All right, just listen. Hear me out. I the said that. Y'all you know uh, 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 uh. let him finish his point and but then, my, then what say. I'm saying is we know how he feels about dark skinned women. So uh, yeah, but he's not bringing that point up right now. Let him get his point out so he can get it out. Every time he tries to get it out, everybody's jumping in before he can get it saying that you said something that you didn't say. No, I did no, not. He, but he already corrected that. Yeah, he I, said, I said black that. women. I, the context. I said she oh, did say ahead, black fantastic. women, but I'm speaking specifically to the dark-skinned women aspect of it, who, again, who you guys allow the media to portray you as the aggressors, no. the, the uncooperative, and all these other things. Okay, that's who's being celebrated. And the Brad chasers, you know, that's what the dark-skinned black woman is, is portrayed as. So when you have all of those factors and things going, um, I don't know about what we're talking about. Listen, ain't no man turning down no motherfucking the 10, 4, 5, and, and they are both, um, uh, you know, nice personalities and, and demeanors and shit just because the, the one with a 5 got a bag. That's ridiculous, bro. That's going to be miserable. You, you, you're basically getting bought by a bitch, by a regular smeggler yeah. bitch. Who does yeah, that? Yeah, okay, well, I can speak on that. I that can means, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, and I mean, and, and again, that if you do that, that would mean because you, you don't have no, a sufficient no. bag yourself. That means you need uh, that uh, help. Uh, Okay, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. <clears throat> Once a man has went through a certain period of time where he's had all of the fun, busted off, and she done busted off, and she, you know, and all of that, and whatever, say he's divorced. So he's been through the love situation or whatever. You know, he's been through the the, the roller coaster ride, right? At a certain point, he his view of his, you know, women it changes. It's adjusted. It's not necessarily that he ha he doesn't want to tend, you know, which that he might be right fantastic you're right there are men they want 10 they don't care but some men might say hey you know what i've done that i've walked that path this particular female now nah, she's not a 10 she's a five but she's a little bit more uh industrial she you know she works harder my situation i know what i went through last time i think i want to pursue a relationship with her that's my point i'm trying to make so yeah they will they can look at the whole picture yeah, but why she, would you, again, why would you go from a 10 to a 5, brother? That's an extremely I, drastic I, I know I'm trying to make a point to her point. She was saying, do men consider it? I'm, now, I'm telling no. you that some, some do. That, that, you're that, you're that, saying that, that none that, don't. Well, okay, no, I'm saying the, the minority, the vast minority. Matt, is that how you say right. it? Okay. I'm asking, yeah, so I'm asking, I'm asking in general when it comes, because I know men are visual creatures. The, the aesthetics matter a lot, whereas women, we exactly. look sometimes for other things. So I do know that. But so not I was just black asking women. from a man's no, perspective. Well, a, a, a five can have a body, though. Now, they can have That's a body out of this five. Other elements five. can make up. So she's yeah, not, because you said ugly a lot. So if she's not, and let's say, let's say you had a beautiful, straight 10, but maybe she's like an A shape, you know, she ain't curvaceous or, you know, uh, she, or she's not as nurturing as a seven, maybe. 
school has maybe a bet like or do do you guys factor those things in like when you when you just when you describe your your ideal woman in marriage, in marriage, can, yeah. Can I please answer marriage, this? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna defer to Archer. Archer yeah. can have the rest of my time. Go ahead. Well, if, you're, if you're looking for marriage, yes. But you, if we talk. If we're talking relationship, it's on and so forth. No, uh, not not as much. Listen, a man. Okay. When a man is going to can seriously consider lifetime forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Yes, a man takes all those things. A smart man takes all those things into consideration. You're not just gonna marry a chick all based off of her looks. That's the worst thing you can ever possibly do. But you know, you need to know personality right. person, a lot of different But things. your initial attraction is off of how physical always this is the one vagina you're gonna have for life, so you better be attracted to it. <laughs> the one vagina. Go, That's go terrible thought. Um but yeah, as far as the attractive goes, she has to be fuckable at least, at least at least get into the door. All those other Gosh. tangibles about her, we don't care. Unless she's, uh, let's, we only wanted it. We're, not, we're never gonna get to the point where we even know anything else about her unless she's at least fuckable. So, does if other things matter to us, yes, they do. But if it's a woman that we're not attracted to, it doesn't matter to us with her because we're not even gonna get that deep into knowing her to find out. Got so it. So, you have to want to sleep with her at least first. Is it, do you think else? that's, do you think that's a flaw or do you think that's just, do you see no, that's, that's, that's biology. Yeah, that's biology and science. Deep biology. Yeah. That's biology okay. and science. That's, that's, if your penis, if you if you cannot get a man's penis to work, he don't want you. A right. woman with deformity says something to our biology about mating and, pro and procreating. Just like a man who doesn't perform says something to your pri uh, biology about pro protection mm. and provision. Mm -hmm. It talks that to was our good biology. Way to put it. Okay. That who was, was a good that way to that put just it. came on with the um, avatar? I can't see the name of the person. We have somebody else who just joined us. I was trying to see if they wanted to um, chime in. There's nobody it. else here now. Pose a question, SKC. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, you know, on this whole thing of marriage. Hold on, SKC. Before you do that, um, was who was that just saying they didn't get a chance to answer? Was that you, Art? That was me. Yeah. Okay, let Art answer the question, and then SKC will have you come in with your. I'm very quick with this one here. I think the main thing is yeah, the looks going to always be there as far as the, the prerequisite, but that cooperation says a whole lot. Well, as long as you cooperating, that really says a lot for the, the quality that you're, you're, that you're asking about. So that was it. Thank you, Art. We appreciate you. Um, go ahead, SKC. No, I'm, it was just, man, just this chance that, uh, that faith is up here uh, because um, if I'm not mistaken, she was on a panel yesterday or day before or something like that and there was a black woman on it that was successful and it leads right into the topic of this whole thing um who is it to say that successful black women are even looking to get married because on that panel, there was a successful black woman, and she was touting that, nah, I don't need to get married for mm -hmm. the black man. All I need is the DNA, and that's it. Yeah. Shout out to Obsidian, because he's brought this point up a lot, that a lot of women actually say that they don't want to get married. And shout out to Archer, because Archer has also brought about that point that women would uh some some women would actually rather be single mothers than to actually 
submit to a man and be married. I think that is absolutely true. Um, I do know uh, quite a few women who sing that they don't want to get married. They rather just have a baby, raise the babies on their own. Um, and I think that's terrible thinking. But yeah. Ooh. You are right. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't speak to, let me, let me just say this. It doesn't speak to our mental mindset as far as nation building and community. Um, right. We have those thought processes, but we're only thinking of self and we're not thinking of um, how that would benefit the community yeah. by being married. Well, well, I mean, it, it, it speaks to our and politics. Your child. I do yeah, think that, that that's a problem. I never agree. A, I never agree with that one-way train of thinking. We, let, you know, let we, me just say really quickly. I think that's mm -hmm. problematic. Absolutely, and yep. it absolutely um, only worsens the conditions of the community. But mm. I have to attest to the fact that I've also seen lots of women say that they don't care if they have a partner. Um, I've also seen lots of women say that they don't care. They don't want to marry and then and i've I, seen women 40 plus that you know their um biological clock is ticking and they go and you know look at these unorthodox ways of having children well, and, i think i think that's problematic i think it's problematic and i think that's uh, a product a byproduct of feminism and i'm not i'm not a feminist and i won't hold it because i know some women may find that offensive but i think that despite you know we all have issues on both sides the black man is just as important as the black woman, and he is essential for the black community to survive and continue to thrive. And yeah. the whole and the whole isolation, I can do it by myself, and I I just think that's a poor way of thinking, and it adds to the destruction of us as a whole. So I, I can't subscribe to that. Let's let Faith, hold on guys, because this is a women's panel. So let's let Faith and Brown Becky answer. Is Brown Becky still up there? I can't see the um thing. Let's yeah. let Faith can and you? Brown Becky get in and then we'll let the fellas chime in. Can you hear me, Concrete? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, so when I think it was Mac or SKT that brought that up with the, you know, willingly becoming a single mother. Um, you know, there's an actual, I guess if you want to call it a community, or maybe it could be a micro community, it actually exists. And I didn't know that until, uh, I think it was earlier this year, a random video of a white woman popped up and she was documenting her journey on becoming a, a mom, but she doesn't have, you know, she's not married. And that's how I found out there was a community because I was reading the comments and you see other white women under the comments saying, oh yeah, I'm about to start my journey too, whatever, whatever. There is an acronym for it and it's pretty long and I can't remember what it is, she told me. Um, so I actually commented <laughs> and I asked her, I'm like, so I'm curious, what, you know, what do they think about this? Um, what does your community think about this, you know? Um, and she told me it's, you know, some mixed bag reaction. Half of them, they don't accept it. They don't like it. The other half, they support her. They're okay with it. And also, as I said, there is a community for it. Um, usually I do see more, like, I guess that corporate white women who do do that. Oh yeah. I've seen white women the, doing that you know, they too. Go to the but that's bank. where black women get it from. Yeah, but that's feminism, yeah. though. That's 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 hundred percent feminism. Yeah, definitely. Which you know, white women started, and yeah, 
Yeah, um, and, and black and, women are on equal footing to try and and take a part in though. That's what I'm saying. And um, uh, Matt, we saw you came up. You, 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 all right. you, you Hold on, really quick. Let me read Bro Curlin's super chat. He says, "Tens rarely stay tens long term. Most dudes will rock with a fly seven or eight with a dope personality that can keep herself up over a ten long term. That is hmm, interesting, Bro Curlin. Um, let's Thank let you, in, and then we'll let the brothers um, go ahead and chime in. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize, Brown Becky. I'll let you finish your comment and then let Faith. Oh, in. no. I just wanted to bring that up when Mac or SKC said it. Like, it just reminded me, like, there's an actual community for this. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it was a thing, but it it's here. You know, a, a group of women who are single, but probably, you know, they make enough money to have a kid. So they're either adopting or you know going to the sperm bank obviously they must have money for it because i mean those things are not cheap um That's terrible and yeah they i mean their community mind you again this is white women this is not black women and it's it's 50 50 reaction so yeah that's what it reminded me of yeah, I think the Thank part, though. Thank you so much, Brown Becky. Am I, am yeah, I, I was just waiting for, for uh, Faith, what she has to say on it. We're, we're going to get from Faith. Uh, what, what did you say, Brother Art and stuff? No, I was just trying to see if I was speaking out of turn. Um, okay, let's let the ladies, and then we'll let you guys take it. This was it was uh, like a woman's panel on the discussion. When I'm saying it's a woman's panel, I'm not meaning a woman's show. I'm saying we were doing a woman's panel on this specific topic, just, just for clarity. But um, go ahead, Faith. Okay. Um, well, basically, I don't know uh, what the um, lawyer lady, I know what you're talking about yesterday, SKC on D. Durrell's channel. Um, she was talking about uh, her personal experience. And I don't think that black women should use her as um, just the poster child for all women, because she is, after all, a lawyer. She has the financial means to support herself. So she said that she's not necessarily looking for marriage. And she also stated that she wanted to have a child and she wasn't married. So in her particular situation, because she's financially stable, um, she went on ahead and made the decision because she's of advanced age to go ahead and, and have children. I don't have anything against that at all. I just, the only thing no. I do have against that, though, is if she's trying to say that this is just, you know, something that all black women should do, no matter the age or the situation. Um, no, that's that's not something that I agree with. Well, again, women women that can get married are married. Again, a lot of women talk about this them not wanting to be. You can't be. If you were, you would be. Again, well, these be, are. I mean, these are really attractive women who just say they have no desire. I think again, when y'all always catch me up with that, man. Y'all say that these really attractive women things, man. Again, it's highly, highly unlikely. Okay, uh, most hmm, women. That's all, most women want the opportunity for a dude that's going to take care of them. Women, by nature, are taught to be taken care of. And but marriage isn't necessarily seen as a desirable well, thing. Well, that's just it. It really depends like, on what, what station a woman is in life. Like for myself, I was married. I was engaged the whole nine line. Now uh -huh. I'm at an age where I do not want to be with anyone. I am enjoying my freedom. Uh -huh. 
I know. I mean, it's it's triggering. You know, like somebody says, "Hey, you know, I don't want to do it anymore." It's just, it's just like, I mean, why would you care? That's not triggering. Wait, it's not triggering. Again, it's a lie. It's a it's a out and out lie. We all know. Okay, so how are you gonna tell me how I feel? Okay, so, so hold on. So uh, again, like I said, this is this. Uh, you know, how this, you gonna tell that lawyer on D. Darrell's channel how she feels? Okay, well, again, um, I have I have science and psychology and biology. Okay, I don't care about, about your science and psychology. Oh, 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 I know you don't. Hey, I'm not trying to argue. Hey, look, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to give up. I'm not trying to argue. I'm not trying to get this out of. You know, I'm not trying to flip no table. This is what I'm telling you. When a woman says that. Is she saying it because her, she's over? She's done. She has no chance. She has no options. No man wants her. Um, uh, you know, that's she's pretty, that's not true. I mean, right now in my life, I, I have plenty of men beating down my door. Small, yes, yeah, but the thing about it is, I don't want to be a wife or anything. Hold on again, real quick. Back, let me say this real quick again. As long as a woman has three holes, a mouth, a, a vagina, and an anus, there will always be a man beating down your door to do something to you. But it's not. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, yeah, not, and I've gotten three mirrors. When you're when you're uh, when someone feels like they're being attacked personally, they're going to want to respond. So let's move past the personal and just stick to well, the not question. I'm, I'm speaking in general. I'm talking about women. Period. What are you talking about? All women have those things, right? You guys yeah, are but you well, well, right. But the thing, the the thing about lying. it, excuse me, excuse me, I got this. Y'all don't have to interfere because this is me and Fantastic yeah, talking right now. We don't want it to turn it's into no, something. So it's not, not going to go there because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. let it go there. Trust and believe. Trust me. I'm not going to well, let it go okay, there. Okay, so at this point, let's do this because we wanted the men to chime in on it. And right. we got other people that we want to get in. So go ahead, Fantastic, and finish your point. All right, and then so we'll like just go saying, down the line and we'll as, let as long, as long as a woman is Fantastic, really quick. I'm sorry. I just want to read the super chat. Yeah, my um, bad. Thank you so much. I think it's Shui Celeste. I hope I'm saying that right. Says, this title got me crying. Y'all ain't have to do the game dirty like that. Um, thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate you. Okay, I'm going to shut up. All right, hold on, Platinum. You gotta have them done, bro. Listen, no. as long as a woman can be penetrated again, to say that you have men knocking down your door, um, that's nothing of that's that's nothing with surprising. marriage proposals, by the way. Let him finish, Faith. Let him finish. He's just well, no, talking in general. It's good and it's good for context because again, if she has marriage proposals, then why so none of them are to your student for you to I choose. don't want to again, and, and that means you don't want to because it isn't a man of the caliber that you would like. I promise you, if that was it, doesn't man, matter. It doesn't oh, matter. That's what I'm trying right. to tell you. I'm at a point now where I just okay. don't want to. It doesn't so matter what so, caliber. So, this okay. is what I'll do. Hold on. So, concrete roll the conversation. Go ahead. Concrete roll, real quick. Concrete roll, Becky and Matt. Hold on. Real quick. And, and Sister George, you excluded. But no, nah, I'll just say this. So, let's say, uh, okay. All right. So, um, granted that you're not already in a relationship, you're single. Okay. You're in your 40s, 40 plus. There's a millionaire man that's attractive that um is able to provide. You're attracted to him physically. He offers you a marriage proposal. Are you turning it down? Yes, I don't want oh, to. Okay. I, I have a question. I have a question. Faith, I, I have a question for you as a woman. Just curious for understanding. Do you feel like 
you know, I don't know what your experience are like, but do you feel like this comes from, is it because of maybe bad experience that you've had in the past and you're just at a point where, is it is it something that, is it trauma? Is it a trauma that has caused you to stay? And I'm only asking because in my mind as a woman, natural psyche of both men and women, nobody really wants to die alone. And that's men and women. I love her. Right, I want to answer her question. I want to answer her question. No, it's not because of any trauma. See, this is the problem that I have with a lot of people. I'm in the minority of women that are actually happy being by myself. Now, I've been married. I married actually um, before I turned 22. So I was plucked up off the marriage thing, the marriage market early in my life. I started mm -hmm. having children early in my life. Okay, okay, I'm tired of being married. I'm tired of taking care of other people. I just want to focus on me. And it has nothing to do with no bad experience or no trauma. Damn. Okay, okay. I want to move okay. away from the personal. What about the kids? Uh, let's, gonna let our, ten, let's let seconds. Art comment to the original question because I, I don't want to. I don't ten, like, like people misuse personal information for their own gain, and I just don't want to do absolutely. that. Absolutely, that's why I don't want to personal right. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. I'm, I, I just fantastic. You left off feet and breast. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god! What? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't stroking none of them, bro. You can have that. Come here, nigga. I can have that. Fuck it with you, bro. Go ahead, man. Go, go ahead. Well, uh, quickly, um, I think, um, and I, I can I can hear what a fantastic was leading to earlier, was that this is our politics right now. This is our this is our vote. These are our policies. These are the things that a lot of women prescribe to as far as being single or having uh, individual. Thank you, Art. And this is the part. And then guys are expected to go along with it, but we don't. You know, because basically we want we want the family, we want the we want the you know the picket fence, the house, and but we want the cooperation. So, and even in the politics, they're they're ushering more of the BLM, where they even admitting that they want to be able to dismantle the family structure in their in their website. So this is the stuff that we need to be honest about. And the question is, do you want it that way, or are you just saying? that it doesn't sound i mean you got to be clear on on these things because basically these are the things that we're allowing in our in our in our relationships and in trying to make it work we're trying to make a circle fit into a square it just doesn't yo can i thank jump you, in right Art, we appreciate you let me read the super chat real quick and then you can go archer um thank you light bearer council light bearer council says with today's women i am considering just getting three surrogates Paying for the year and another uh, uh, and another amount on the end. She hands over the baby legally. Uh oh, it went away too fast, uh, Danny. She hands over the My baby damn. legally, no connects. She gets the bank account. Uh, are there other men thinking this? Interesting question. Uh, okay, go ahead to the next one, Danny. Um, Big Game Orenthal says she for the streets, whoever she is. Um, that is an interesting question, but I think we're still in the process of answering the original question because we got kind of off on a tangent. But uh, go ahead, Archer. Well, um, to go to Art's point, um, black men, for the most part, are still traditional. Black women are traditional only when it comes to things that benefit them, like the men paying for every goddamn thing. And I'm not that now. But Faye said about D Derail's panel. The woman on D Derail's panel uh, the other day said she doesn't want to get married. But then again, the guy she had a baby with was not offering her marriage. He actually get uh, these, are, these are her words. He actually gave her the money to get an abortion. 
and she didn't she didn't require him to wear a condom because in the back of her head she admitted to wanting the baby. Hold and, on, wait. Hold on, I'm, I I didn't see this. So uh, can you give me a little backdrop on the, the the context? More context, um, Archer. Okay. Well, last night I was on D Real's panel and uh, they were talking about uh, uh, father uh, kids and families and stuff. And I said the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems is women. Well, black Archer, women Archer, don't require. Archer, at first they started out talking about me, but I digress. Let's go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I jumped on there. I jumped yeah, on there. Yeah, like I was yeah go ahead. I, yeah, go I ahead. Was you. I ain't got no beef with you, bro. But like what I was saying, what I was saying, black women don't require men to wear condoms before sex, which and I said, if a woman doesn't require you to wear a condom, she's basically telling you she's okay with having a baby and you should walk with, proceed with caution. Then a woman jumped on and told her story about how she just recently had a baby with a man. She did not require him to wear a condom. And she's in her 40s and she was getting close to a menopause, I think. So she was trying to have a baby. When she got pregnant, the man offered her the money for the abortion. She turned it down, proceeded to have the baby. She said she didn't put him on child support. She doesn't want anything from him. She just wanted the baby. That was the context of the conversation last night. And then now, we'll Archer, Archer, there's one critical thing that you may have just left over in that. Mm -hmm. And this, all of that happened while a bunch of women were talking about the dudes they don't care about the children yeah but we we that was we basically stated that she wanted to oh, have Dizarrell a child looked over that too diesel didn't say shit about that of he course he did she, she wanted to but, have a child in that in a single parent household uh off the jump and she admitted i already know that this isn't the the, the best situation for my child but that's what I but I want it. I want it because they're biological clock. Yeah. The women in the chat have a good point. They said that um, shouldn't he just want to wear a condom? What about his own desire yeah, to protect himself and to protect his own? I agree with that. But okay. at the same, just time, to throw that at out the same time, can I can I address that? At Go the ahead. same time, if there is a deal, if you're if I'm if I'm going into an action with any with anyone where I stand more to lose than that person, it is incumbent on me to protect myself. And I, like I told D. Durrell the other day, I've been with a lot of African women. And I've been with a lot of black women. You cannot put anything in a woman's body she does not want you to put it. I've had women tell me we are not doing dilly squats mm -hmm. unless you're wearing a condom. And I've had women look at me and not say nothing if I was about to put it in without a condom. I know for sure if a Run. woman lets me sleep with her without a condom, she is basically admitting she wants to have a baby or she is okay with it. Because I've had too many women tell or me. Or she trying to get you some. I, I know how a woman acts when she doesn't want to have a baby. I know how she acts. And that condom's not coming off. I know how she acts. Interesting. I know how she acts. So that's what I was saying. I was saying because most African women I've been with, they make me wear condoms. African women are very big on not having babies until they're married. And that, the whole conversation is about marry before you carry. Make sure you get a commitment from the man before you allow him to impregnate you. And yes, the men are wrong for impregnating you, but at the same time, you stand more to lose, and it's your body. Therefore, if you allow yourself to get impregnated, you're making a mistake by allowing yourself to get there without you know having a commitment from that person. I don't disagree with that. In addition, I don't disagree with that either. I the mortality rates, that, uh, you know, as it relates to black women, you're but literally I, risking your life to bring a baby into this world. Well, like, they want the baby more than anything else. Concrete Rose, real quick. Um, you told us a story about the, your friend, right? That was in a oh, long gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I always wanted to skip over this, and again, like I said, I, this always rings true with me because again, that ha that literally happened to me. That's where I was in a long term relationship, and again, I, I'm I'm all for you should not be having unprotected sex 
with just random strangers and so on and so forth. But again, unprotected sex is for married people. No, it's not. Get, get the fuck out of here, bro. You've never been married, right? <laughs> have, have you ever been married? Have you ever been married? So hold on. This, this is what I'm telling you. Listen. So again, when we have so women, unprotected sex now. I bet. When 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 women are um uh, again in a long term relationship and you're under, <laughs> you under shit, Mr. Fantastic. You're under um, uh, <laughs> hey, you know I'm on, I'm quick on the draw, brother. But um uh, you know and you're and the terms is you're not gonna be having no motherfucking condom sex up until marriage, motherfucker. No, she gets fucking birth control, takes the birth control, and you 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 flood that thing out. You shoot the club up, okay? Oh That's a okay, okay. monogamous relationships, okay? All right, grown people. Uh, the unicorn forward. got mad at me. She was like, I'm on birth control. And I I don't I require the men to show me papers. I'm like, papers have to do with the STD. We're talking mm -hmm. about a baby. And I would not sleep with a woman that tells me she's on birth control. I do not take her. Well, no, and, and again, I, I agree. I agree with you on that, Archer. But again, like I said, you know, some 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 women are actually trustworthy to a degree to a point at some point in time. Because again, I, again, my story started out where we were in a long-term relationship. She was taking the birth control. Stop taking the birth control. Don't let me know. Next thing I know, I got twins. So depending on the context of the relationship with the chick that she was saying, if this dude was having unprotected sex with her in a long-term relationship, well, by all means, and then she set him up and she stopped taking it. Yeah, that's some that's some fuck shit. That's by all means. But um, uh, you know, and again, for you idiots in the chat that keep talking about it's for grown people, motherfucker, what's the purpose of birth control? You stupid fuck. But the point is, the point with the birth American control people. piece is you got to be careful because you got to understand that when. Well, I don't hate to come at black women, but really I don't. But black women have this, when they get baby fever, black women have this thing where they, they give in to their carnal desires more than other women. I've dated uh -oh. some, get, I, get out I, of there, Archie. I, I, agree. I dated a, a, a Somalian woman one time, and she told me, she was, I was actually listening to BGS, and she told me her problem with black women is she felt like black women lack discipline. And I was like, yeah, I agree with that. They, but when they get that baby fever, no matter what age they get it at, they typically act on it immediately. They act on that baby fever. No matter if they're young or old, they're going to act on when they want a baby. I want a baby and I want it now. It's like my money and I want it now, you know, type shit. So it's, it's, it's about you having to understand that as a man, you sleeping with a black American woman, you have to understand she is only if she only has sex with a man she's willing to procreate with. And if she's not letting you wear a condom, marriage is not high on her priority list. Therefore, getting getting pregnant, you have to be careful. I've heard black women tell me that they feel as if marriage is a bigger commitment than having a baby. And I had to get, I had to take a double take, like, say that again. Marriage yeah, is a bigger commitment I've than having a baby. Like, that makes too. no fucking sense. Mm, yeah. I, you know what? I, I've heard women say that, too, and it's absolutely insane to me. I've heard women say that, 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 that women who engage in condomless sex with men uh, say that, you know, they don't believe in kissing because, you know, they're at, that's more intimate and they're not at that level with them, yet they engage in... So some of the, the nonsense okay. that comes out of our mouths, it just absolutely makes no sense. But I've heard that too, and I think that it's insane. Well, that's... You I mean, if you look at black women, they're the only that. group of women that call their men sperm, sperm donors. And they're not talking about him just being a deadbeat dead. They're talking about as far as the family dynamic and what his role is in society. His role is just to be your surrogate. He's just a walking, breathing, talking surrogate. Uh, that's it. That's the way it's black funny. women typically view men subconsciously. Now, it's funny. It's, I'm sorry. It's, I just, it just when you said that, it's funny you say that. I don't really have an opinion on the sperm donor reasons why. I don't, you know, I don't. But I, it's funny you say that because I was having this conversation with someone literally yesterday. And for me, I was telling them for me. The family dynamic is more important than the child itself. And I'm willing to, I know it sounds weird. It may sound weird. 
I'm willing to forego uh, rearing children if, you know, and I know some, that's something that, you know, every, you know, you can't, it's not like you can choose to not have money today, but if you have it tomorrow. If you forego child and then you might end up being motherless forever. But I, pref- I, I need the foundation to be proper before having children. I, it, it, even if I, I know it sounds, even if I got pregnant and, you know, somehow irresponsibly and the man is like, I don't want this kid and I don't want to be bothered. I'm not ready. And we were just having sex and so forth. I'm not interested in pushing that narrative forward. And then, you know, the, it falling on me becoming a single mother and all that stuff. I, I, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I have a question for you, Mac, because just because you said that, um, if women and and guys, let's say they on a single, you know, uh, hot girl, summer stuff, all that other stuff, and they bring children into the world, could it be stated that they actually don't care about children? Your opinion? Hmm. Not necessarily. I think. I think it's more of, uh, in some, in a lot of cases, it's more of the loins and the, you know, the, the carnal and sexual desires superseding the brain and the logic. You know, it's one of those things how you say you never, it's kind of like the person who's, you know, gets drunk and drive and they tell you no drinking and driving, don't drink, you could, you know, you could crash. You never think it could be you until it's you type of thing. I don't really think it's that they don't care about children. I just think that you know, nobody wants to follow the logic and do things responsibly until you're forced to be smacked with the responsibility, and then you're like, "What the fuck do I do now?" But I don't, I don't so necessarily if, know. Yeah, I don't think it's about. So, I don't care about the children. So how? Mary's queen always popping myths. So, so how much sense does that make then? If a person said, "You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do my own thing." I'm not going to prepare for this life that's actually going to come into this world and I'm going to have to be responsible for. But at the same time, pretty much everybody here would jump on a pregnant woman that was drinking and using drugs while they, you know, during a pregnancy. I mean, isn't that almost the same thing? You're, you're messing up the child's life before it even began. And on top, and on top of that, SKC, why is it always a follow-up where we, we're dealing with money and child support issues? Because Uh-oh. it seemed like, okay, well, we're not, you know, I didn't really want a, a relationship in the first place that got caught up. It's almost like you kind of know that that's coming. So that's almost like a, like a parachute rather than trying to do things the right way. I'm just while wondering. I, while I, while I won't be, while I'm not fully able to answer it direct, cause I don't, I don't really, hmm, I get what you're saying. I'll say this. I feel like this is an area where women, a lot of times, lack accountability. And that's something that we need to do better at in that, in that regard. Everybody likes sex. And everybody you sleep with, and that goes for men and women. Freak everybody sex. you sleep with may not be wife material, husband material, mother material, father material, whatever that is. But if you choose to lay down with that person and you and you you already see those things that all right, if I got pregnant, this person wouldn't be a good father, wouldn't be a good mother. We're just having sex. I just want an orgasm. This is fun. Whatever that may be, then the accountability needs to be held that you still ignored all of that and you still ended up getting pregnant. You you forego you foregone a condom, you foregone birth control. And this is both men and women. 
and now this person is pregnant and ends up with a baby, that's an accountability factor, a problem that we, you know, we have to do better at. And men too, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I hear, I do hear women complain about deadbeat dads way more than I hear men complain about deadbeat mothers. For some, some reason, a lot of times y'all sleep with a lot of women, but I don't feel like y'all make as many mistakes as shooting up the club and a woman who could be a good mother, even if you ain't want to be with her. Versus we, you know, we end up with, you know, being single mothers with Pookie and so forth and so on. So I just think that for women, we got to do better with that. That is something that we should be more accountable for. You know, and a lot of times, and I'm not, I'm not trying to attack the women, but I also think that we have this That's a good unspoken point. thing of my pussy could change him. My pussy could make him different. He'll be better if he, if I just give him someone, he sticks with me. Damn. She need to start her channel today again. She sounds like she's been listening to me again. I shut up for a while. Listen, this sister right here is she, Listen, it's a Sunday. It's fantastic. She, it's a Sunday. she ain't a light skinned girl. She, hey, she's telling the truth. She's preaching. So, listen, what I'm saying again, again, what she just said again. Women are far more egotistical than men, especially when it comes to sex. Every woman thinks that her, her vagina is the magic that can change a man. It can change a broke nigga to a rich nigga. It can change a gay nigga to a straight nigga. It can change a more blind nigga to a nigga that can see. This is black women's motherfucking mentality when it comes to her vagina. You know what I'm saying? Even old raggedy ass bitches think that shit. You know, talking about people. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. but we ain't gonna talk you know about saying? old raggedy ass bitches. We right? Why you gotta call them that? You know, I ain't saying let niggas. Come on now. Can we put it on them? Can we keep our, our brothers and sisters with some respect in the title? Oh, my bad. You got, uh, my bad. Okay. Well, uh, even even the women that are are over the age limit of their prime. I, what are I you apologize. trying to say, Fantastic? Okay. Are you trying to attack me today? No, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm just saying. You know, a lot of I'm women. Don't talking about donkeys. Listen, listen. I do not use that term. I've never been on on record on YouTube using that term on YouTube. Okay, I, I refer to them as you know dark skinned sisters or chocolate. If you and if you cute, you chocolate. You know what I'm saying, hey, when you get to be you cute, you chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm thank saying. you, thank you, fantastic. What if you My like average and chocolate? Uh, uh, you say what? What if you like average? Just join the panel, Maximo. I do want to hear what he got to say. <laughs> Maximo about to <laughs> shut this shit down. <laughs> Well, let me let me let me offer this though. Um, I know quite a few women who um, they 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 want to have. I want to say hello to everyone, and well, yeah, I want to stick to the topic of you know with black is women my, and is my know, mic. Is my mic I would only say something like that is good if the black man is not behind. If he not he like you know milking off the woman, oh, being alone, always like asking for money like a pet <laughs> or something. You know he had to have he got to bring something to the table us. like he got to have some trade skills. You know like a Hello. chef or you know age bag. You, you could know, use your mute your mute powers, man. You, know, you know something with his hands until you know something pop off. Keeps going and going. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look, um, in my experience, though, I know some women who um, they only want the uh, baby from from the man. The man is either not available or has made it known 
he's not available, but they, because they have a large family and I say multiple siblings, um, I can speak on about three different situations where it's five girls, you know, a couple of maybe two brothers, but five girls particular who stick together and they all have, you know, two kids by, you know, dudes, but, um, they look at it as my child will be fine because we're going to raise them with, together with the fam. You know, they don't, they don't travel. They're going to stay right where I'm at. They're going to stay right in the same zip code. They're going to live their whole life. And like I said, the guy, in some cases, he's not available. In a sense, he's with someone. He might even be married. And he's just the one that they want to have that child with. And so they, they're not looking to get married. And there are many men trying to marry them, despite the fact they might have kids. The guys are willing to take their responsibility. They have no desire for those men. And, and, and like I said, the other men are just simply not available. That, that that gets all overlooked here. And and I'm done. I you know, I, I su submit uh, pass the mic. <laughs> Thank you, Platt. I think that was a okay. point. Thank um you. shout okay. out for Eisen. He says, Let's not act like concubines were uncommon throughout history. Women just don't want to admit if you're not wife material. That's all you're worth. Mm. Um, yeah, I think most women, I think a lot of women do think that we are wife material. I think right. that most of us have um, egos and say that we're uh, marriage worthy because we see who gets married. But shout out to us because that's what we see. Um, have you ever heard a woman say she's not wife material? Because I've never heard never. a woman say that. <laughs> elba, elba, elba. Never, ever, ever. Okay. I've never heard women don't really think of themselves. Um, even women who don't consider themselves attractive, they still do think that they're marriage material because um, even her, in her unattractiveness, she says, well, I can cook. I can clean. I'm nice. I have a nice personality. Um, even when she's pretty and she doesn't cook and clean, she says, you know, I'm pretty and I'm cute and I'm sexy and I'm fine. So, right. I, yeah, I think that's an um, excellent and point. The thing is, I can understand a woman who's not as attractive saying, I have all of these domestic skills, therefore I do believe I'm wife material. But the crazy part is, I think even sluts or women who are extremely immoral think that they're still good enough to be someone's wife. Yeah, they be... Every hoe want to be saved. That's why you had to make a song telling you don't save her. Yeah, hoes want to be Um, Well, we did see a hoe get saved just yesterday. <laughs> and I Oh... She somebody oh whoa, whoa, stop, stop. Somebody marry her. Somebody uh actually engaged proposed to her and um yesterday or the night before um last she actually performed fellatio, threw up on it, and kept going and oh, only face uh, she she ended up with a daycare in her mouth and she wow. Engaged, yeah. Can we come on? So, so listen, that is can we admit that, like, again, Suki Hana is not attractive, she's not at who all. Who is this chick? Who I don't this chick is. I want to know who she is, too. She's you doing the, she, she's not attractive, man. She's not attractive in any. She gets like, oh my god, she's uh, throwing up, she's throwing up on the stick and still going at it. Oh, who oh is this god. chick? She is, she is, she's disgusting, man. Again. What information in the chat? This is the crazy thing, but this is this is one of those things where um women who don't do things like that can still see women like her getting married, and even though she is disgusting, 
And she well, probably who, doesn't who have is, um, a great Who's the guy? Who's the guy proposing um, them? He, he's a thug, that's what I'm saying. Again, is, is this what? the same nigga that wait, wait, is this the same nigga that put well, well hold on a second? Can I can I interject real quick? Because see, I think that black people, we spend too much time dissecting other people's business and other people's lives. Then we if, do. Uh, if, if Tarana, hold on, hold on, hold on. If if because I'm not um here to talk about um that. Yeah, speculate so on if, if you're here to talk about that, that's quite funny. It's, I'm just saying people. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. I was talking. I was talking. Okay, so I was talking. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mute you guys if we can't. I was, I was talking. Okay, but what I was going to say is, I saw black men um get into an uproar when Sierra. She was supposed to be an industry passed around chick when she course corrected her life and she decided that, hey, you know what? Going for all these little, me you know, messed up um, fuck boys was, is, was not getting it. She course corrected and she married a Russell Wilson. Black men were mad. OK, then when Serena Williams, after she turned around and she was dated all these black men and on her level in the industry, gave them uh -oh. chances and they wanted to use her body as a playground. Black uh -oh. men online talking about how ugly she is and unattractive and low hanging fruit she was, even though she's one of the best tennis players out there. And they they talked about her like a doll. I'm not finished. Let me finish. But when she turned around and she said, hey, I'm tired of waiting on brothers, she married the white man. Brothers was mad. That's a lot. Hold on. I'm not. Hold on. I'm going to bring it home. Let me land. OK. Then Tarana Burks, she goddamn launched the atomic bomb on y'all asses. Because I know you know that Tarana Burks, she ain't hardly attractive, not even in the least. Okay, she Let's is a very extra, unattractive extra, woman, extra, but, extra. She, but she managed to get a proposal, and that made y'all mad. My whole thing not here really. is, yeah, it made you mad. Y'all was sitting no, up here complaining well, about it. Oh yeah, black YouTube, black YouTube, YouTube exploded. Go in on that. A lot of people. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Uh, Faith is actually making valid points because I, I'm um, I observe these things and it's you know I got no dog and nobody's fight, but I observe these things and she does not. She's making and and I'm saying this to say that in real life I see a lot of overweight, unattractive black women getting proposed to go go straight to water snipers page. I see them all the time. Oh I God. see average looking black women getting proposed to and getting married. Go to water snipers page. I, he's he's posting them daily. And, and and the thing about it here is you know. We sitting up here, we want to, um, the black men, I'm talking about talking directly to these men on this panel. You want to tear women down. You want to say their education doesn't mean anything. They got to be a 10. They got to be this, that, and the other. And I said this yesterday on D. Derail's panel. Black men want their women broke and dumb and just highly attractive. That's it. That's all the qualifications you guys are looking for. <laughs> Damn, and you, you want them you young. Know, you want them young because you like want them young. You don't I like, like a pick, though. No, 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 you don't. You don't meet. No, you don't meet. You don't meet, you don't meet you many of the qualifications. You don't. You don't meet any of them. First of all, like I said, when I was twenty-two, I was off the marriage market. 
Okay. We're not talking about them. So, we're, so not we're not, we're not, we're, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about meeting the qualifications. Now, I age. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. Uh-uh, you can't do that. I thought black don't cry. If I just told her to stop, uh-uh. This isn't anything personal. This does not have to be about your life. You don't have to answer any right. personal questions about your life. Leave that alone. Let's not talk about anybody's personal business. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Con Sister Rose. I mean, Sister, Sister Jordan Concrete Rose. So again, isn't this, again, this is a woman's panel. So shouldn't this be about the upliftment and confidence of sisters having in themselves? Again, I'm yeah, just going to talk about it. We don't want to talk about anyone's personal business because that gets well, this is just an opinion. Hold on, hold on. This is a pin on their looks, the opinion of themselves about this. No, their, right. Their, but see, no, here's no, the thing. You do not you do not have to run interference. You do not have to run interference. We're gonna let y'all cool it off for a minute. Let me read the super chat. Shout out to Celeste. She said, men won't admit they love hoes. That's why these pick-me's posting thirsty IG pics, getting thousands of likes, they're DM full. Facts, mm. all facts. Let me say something really quickly. Um, Faith, we know you don't need protecting, but we want to keep the conversation civil. And we've seen, like, we know what this, we know, we can see that the train and we know, we know where it's headed for a collision. So we're trying to avoid that so we can keep the conversation going. That's why we're interfering. But, but see, Sister George, this is why they came. They did not come for the topic. They came for me. No. Oh, oh, really? Oh. Okay, we're not gonna get off into that because this ain't got nothing to do with our topic, and this ain't exactly. got nothing to do with this ain't our fight. We ain't got nothing to do with um, exactly. I have something. the topic. Um, let me ask oh, you guys a question, and then we can start with faith. We can go and we can go on a roll. We can go on a roll. Let's keep it, let's keep it orderly today. Um, <laughs> do y'all feel that the majority of black women will marry a black the perfect black man if he even if he wasn't making the money like he can do everything he can sex her right he look good he smell good um he but he only made twenty five thousand dollars but he was perfect do y'all think the majority of black women would get married to him let's say yeah, i do i do the, the criteria of perfect perfection is uh complex though i was about to yeah. ask for that what that's is, the issue define perfection yeah. He's perfect for you. You can only define perfection like uh, outside oh, okay. of the money. What outside of the money, he would be the perfect man for you. Outside okay. of the money, would you still get married to him? I, I, I think I think I think they would because I don't think black women really care about money. That's that's me. I just don't think they care about I mean, money. Now, a perfect I think man. They, they oh, like okay. suckers. They like you know. They like to um. Yeah, if they yeah. can look, if they could find a dude. Uh, say this guy Zion um, in the NBA, this first round pick. I say if a, if, if a black woman, a, a attractive, beautiful black woman anywhere, can find him in the sense that he hits up in the DM, he wants to fly her, he wants to spin his bag. Yeah, they'll take that all day. But I don't think they I, care about money. Just I just I don't. A, a perfect dude could be a simp. Can I answer this question really quickly? I agree with platinum. I think that most black women, I think that, you know, we're emotionally charged and we want to feel valued in other ways. I think that most of us, if everything else is in line, would look past, you know, him not having as much money as we would like. I think most of us. Right. I'm going to I'm going to say um, from what I see. And of course, this is not uh, in the totality. 
But what I'm going to say is, yes, you know why? Because I see black women with men who make not a lot of money and they ain't perfect and they got baggage and they got problems and they moved in their house and they driving her car and they giving her hell and all of this shit and they cheating and all these other things and they with them. So why the hell wouldn't you want to upgrade from the broke nobody to the perfect somebody who just don't got a lot of money? I, I, I think I think a lot of black women would because that's one of the that that for me when I hear complaints coming from women about black men, it's usually like, and on top, you know, he don't have money, but that's not the thing that makes them mad. It's like, I didn't took care of this nigga. I did this. He what he don't even acknowledge me. He don't this, he don't that. So I feel like if, if they fix that, then I don't think the money would be an issue to a lot of black women, especially today where we are bosses, we CEOs, we entrepreneurs, we out earning, we out edu- we over educating. I mean, we, we, we're filling in all these blanks that I just think that a lot of women want to just be loved, valued, respected, mm-hmm. appreciated, and they'll figure out, they'll figure out the rest, honestly. I Let me read Let these me super read chats. Circles, uh, super chat real quick. Right, go ahead, Dan. Okay, uh, shout out to Full Circle. He says, some 2020 black women have been married and now divorced with kids. Some divorced black women want to have fun and are down with the pump and dump, even with a broke black man. Thank you so much, Full Circle. And shout out to Warmaster7. He says 75% of black women can't get married due to their own choices, but we can't talk oh. about that. Um. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, Faith, this is the thing. It, it's not I, I, because we 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 didn't want you guys to get into a back and forth. It wasn't that you didn't get to speak and he didn't get to speak. Um, I felt like we were trying to be fair on both sides because we didn't want you guys to have a big back and forth in an argument. Hey, I'm saying, hey, I'll pay for it. Hey, y'all throw me the cash up. I we can go ahead and do this on your channel again and make it out of the way. Hey, let me pay the fee. Let me pay. Let me pay the fee. Hold on, fantastic though. This is important. Because we're not being biased. We're really just trying to keep everything down. And I, and I wanted everybody to have an opportunity. To and I'm requesting, so I'm requesting that I will pay, I will pay the fee. I know, fantastic. But let me just say this. Because we don't, you know, we don't want to be accused of being biased. Like she Y'all was want the money or not? No, we don't want the money. She was Damn. a special guest that we uh, had. Okay, hold on. Well, how about, how about we do this? Can I just say what I wanted to say? And then I'm going to jump down. Go ahead. Is that fair? If you want to leave, that's fine. Okay. Now, but what I want to be unfair to you, Faith. I don't. I don't yeah, want that's to, not to, our to, intent. to come across we like that. To come on no, I, I know it's not. Like, I know it's not. You you all have been very fair, and you have um you know tried to keep this towards the topic. But like I said, when people came in here with their own agendas, that did kind of change um, the range of what we were talking about because they were aiming to get at me which they will never do because I am a very highly confident black woman that knows my worth. Number one, I was taken off of the marriage market at a very early age. Wow. Kevin Samuels would have actually been proud that I had gotten married at uh-huh. 22 to a high value man. Okay, unfortunately wow. for my situation, uh, hold on, please, please don't interrupt. Unfortunately for my situation, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and he lost his battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. That, that that put me in a position of being a single mother, okay? A single mother, okay, that with four children that I had raised. I had to sit up here and figure out what I had to do. 
I ended up um, getting my CDL and trying to make it in a predominantly male dominated industry at a time where there wasn't even a lot of women breaking into that industry. Okay, so that was very hard. I faced a lot of sexism along with racism in this industry. Now, um, to speak on what they're talking about as far as looks, I don't give a damn what none of these men on this panel think about my looks because I'm not trying to get with any of them. In my personal life, the men that I deal with want me. I only deal with men that want me. As far as uh, what you think I look like or, or whatever, that means piddly squat to me. It has nothing to do with this conversation. And quite frankly, it's juvenile. You know, you would think that a, a person that's in their late 30s would have much better things to do than chase an old ass bitch around YouTube. But here he is chasing after this old ass bitch. I didn't come to him. He came to me looking for me on your platform. OK, so evidently this old ass bitch is sought, sought after for something because here you are. I didn't come to you. But at any rate, I just wanted to end with this. OK, my 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 um, dating life, as far as what I choose to do, I do not put that off on all black women. I understand that majority of black women do want to be settled down and married. That's why when I do explain what my personal situation is, I am always careful to say that this is my personal situation and my personal decision for my own life. Now, if and when I do choose to settle down and be with someone, yeah, I do have my picking regardless to what these Negroids think. But at that, I'm just going to go ahead and drop down and pass the mic. Thank okay. you, Faith. We appreciate you for coming up. I'm going to let Fantastic oh, thank speak. You, Faith. Thank and then we're you. actually going to move to end the, the um, we're going to move to end the stream. So we'll have final comments oh. from everybody. Let me say this again. Um, uh, again, thank you guys for having me on. Um, I didn't really chase down an old ugly bitch. Um, like th that person called themselves that. I I didn't say that. Again, I stuck to the topic. And if my to if, if my addressing of the topic happened to encompass things that were happen, you know, here within the spaces of recent, that's not my fault. Again, I'm I'm a great orator. I get that all all the time. I'm able to um, uh, you know. Um, mesh certain things and bring them together in a, in a certain light that other people just aren't able to do. Um, uh, you know, preferably like the channel that she was on where people say stuff like, you know, envious bliss, you know, simple, you know, idiotic things like that, what only dummies would say. But however it goes, this is the thing. Um, you know, when a person starts off their uh, compliment saying like, you know, why are black people other worried about other people's lives? You know, it's quite hypocritical when, again, you spent hours upon hours, I think it was four hours to be exact, starting off a conversation concerning another person that doesn't want you, like many of everybody else in YouTube don't want you, the men that in the world don't want you, because if you, if you were wanted, you, would be, you wouldn't be single. The, the number one thing that an unwanted woman loves to say is, I'm single by choice. No, you're not. You're, you're single by force. And unattractive to the point and manly enough. Again, a person said it themselves, okay, about them operating in a manly um, profession and things like that. A feminine woman really wouldn't even try to work within a manly profession. You know, you have to have a certain um, level of testosterone and, and manliness in the face to do so, to be successful. You know what I'm saying? To keep dudes from trying to always, you know, impregnate you and things like that. So again, being unattractive in the trucking industry actually works to your favor because you have to do, oh you know, God. more driving than, than say. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying. I'm, hey, 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 I'm going by what was given to me. I, I, again, I did not address anyone directly. I stuck to you guys' rules, all those things. All I'm saying is this. When a person hops on this YouTube thing, black YouTube face, and they lie, 
They lie amongst the lines of saying something that I've ever been behind in child support ever, which is a lie. I've never been behind child support, especially not at the fucking effect of $12,000. And they talk about my wife and they bring my daughter, my, my, my juvenile child daughter into a fucking situation. I am going to have a problem with you. Instead of you just apologizing and again, keeping your mouth off of shit you obviously don't know shit about and speculating on somebody that don't want you will never want you and nobody fucking wants you. Okay, again, once your husband left here, rest his soul, there should have been another man to pick up the mantle. But again, when you're not attractive enough, that would never ever fucking happen. At the I end quit. of the day, I, I, I quit. Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, shut this shit down. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm gonna I'm, I'm pay, I'm pay off for this. Again, y'all, y'all let her get her monologue. I'm gonna get my monologue and I'm gonna leave. I, I greatly appreciate y'all for letting me express these spirits. I never chase a bitch, especially an ugly ass old bitch. Okay. Oh, bitch. When I'm I so um I greatly, greatly appreciate you girls, um, you 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 gals and, and great women as always. Shout out to Curlin, shout out to my man Curlin. Um uh, and hey, you guys keep the faith, okay? Uh thank you, fantastic. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I should thank you because you came up here and yeah, a bunch of mess ensued as a result. But anyways, I want to say this. Um this this was not the 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 desired outcome for this panel. This ha this started off as a very 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 good conversation. I was so excited and so happy with the way that things were going as it relates to the conversation. I knew that there was tension between Faith and um, Fantastic, but I honestly I did not know to this extent. I didn't know anything about you know anything that was just brought up. Um, if if I knew, then we probably would have made a different decision hey. to maybe wait until Faith came down from the panel to let uh, Fantastic up. But in all fairness, we did give Faith an opportunity. She said, you know, she wanted to bow out. She, you know, for whatever reason, she wanted to say her piece and leave. But it was only fair to give Fantastic an opportunity hey. to respond. I don't agree with any of what was said. Neither myself nor yep. Danny are backing anybody on this. But we did have to be fair. Um, I, it sucks that the conversation got derailed. But, you know, this is how it goes in Black YouTube. So we're gonna have closing comments from everybody and go ahead and shut it down. Well, can you spotlight uh, Max Avatar? That's her name, Maxie. Is that it? That's a that's a gentleman. Why I, I, do you want to see? That's name? a dude. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's Sister George. No, I was talking about the um. That's oh, a dude. Matt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Why I do that? Oh, you spotlight you spotlighted George. Spotlight the. Uh, Why you need to see the man Avatar? I don't want to see no dudes ever try. I said it's, it's a woman. Oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, that's not? Oh, my God. What? I didn't know no. that. Platinum, okay. what are your closing comments? Oh, well, I'm, I'm watching the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know what's going on over here, man. All right. I'm out. Wow. No, that's a, that is in a, in, a, in a romper? Okay, I'm out of here. Man, I, I cannot do I'm not talking about the dude with the shirt on. I'm talking about the woman. Oh, Mac. You want yeah. To <laughs> How could you get that mixed up? I thought you said Maxie. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. It's Mac. I hate you I'm, guys. I'm talking I'm about the woman. Okay, so let's... Let God, I'm out of here. Thank, hey, thanks for letting me up, though. Y'all take care, all right? Thank you. All right. Yeah, I don't um, know how to highlight the thing, Matt, but thank you, Platt. 
Well, Max, can you give us your final comments and then we'll have Brown, Becky, and Max? Yeah, I'm sorry I came in so late. I tried to talk earlier, but I guess it didn't work out for me. But, you know, the whole thing with women accepting the man that's making 25000 but he has a lot of skills, I kind of look at it like, you know, at least he got the skills to help pay the bills. But other than that, you know, I guess it's all right to accept that, but, you know, you can't settle with that. You know what I mean? You kind of got to have some kind of, you know, goals to reach. You can't just be a settler with what he making at 25000 just because he got good skills, you know. But, I mean, it could be helpful, but you kind of want to see some kind of growth financially. That's all I got. Maximo, um, we hate that we didn't get a chance to interact with you like we wanted to today, but we appreciate you for coming through. Definitely appreciate you for coming through. Shout out to Sh Celeste Shuey. I love your avatar. You look so pretty. Oh, she's she like you. Baby, she's she serving. Honey, hunty, you got to put the T on that. Um, but she says, if you can't take the heat, stay off the panel. Mods, keep it professional. Girl, they wouldn't know professional if a doctor hit them in the face. <laughs> but Plenty. she does have a good point. You guys, make sure that you're not abusing your powers. And, you know, we, you, you guys know how this works. Uh, it's always tension in, in Black Manosphere. So don't uh, abuse your powers. If y'all all had just taken some damn Hennessy and drank you a shot before y'all got up listen. here, y'all would have been good. Because y'all angry. I guess that's what I should have been. Okay, so um, Brown, Becky, what are your final comments? And then we'll have Art's final comments. Um, so to what Fantastic just said about, you know, um, she would have had a second husband if she was quote unquote wanted. Now, I don't know what happened between the two. I'm kind of lost. Um, all I heard was, it was what he said, she said pretty much. I didn't listen to the panel, so I don't know. Um, I'm, yeah, but I was gonna tell Fantastic, well, some women don't believe in getting married again once they get divorced. Well, not divorced, but whether they're divorced, widowed, or whatever. Some of them, it could be a cultural reason, it could be a religious reason. Some women, they don't do that. You know, um, my grandmother, when she came to this country, uh, she never remarried again, ever. And I never met my uh, her husband. He passed away back in our country um, when you know my mother was young. So when my grandma came here, she never got married again. But, you know, that's a cultural and slash religious thing. Um, they just stay alone and, and that's it. Or, and of course they're in the church, so they have their church family. Um, that support, that's their support system. So, you know, maybe there's a reason why Faith never wanted to remarry again. Um, I, I don't know if we can really say she would have gotten another husband by now if she was wanted. Um, I don't think that's fair to say. Um, that's on that part. Um, 25K, Sister George, right? Or 20K a year? Yep. Oh, yeah, no, my, my parents would look at me like I'm stupid and they wouldn't condone that. So that's a no for me. Especially if you're trying to have kids, like what are you gonna do with just, just 20K only? No, uh, especially if you're living in a big city, that's not happening. Um, but then again, you know, I feel like only in the Black American community, women get shamed for wanting a decent living <laughs> with a decent amount of money. I'm not talking about the ones wanting 500K, 300K. I'm talking about decent, you know. 
um, 20K is not gonna get you anything. Um, and lastly, I, I don't know why men keep saying, well, she, the woman, she didn't ask me to wear protection. Does she have to ask? Like, I only hear that in this space. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I only hear it here. I don't know if you've uh -huh. heard it anywhere else. I've never heard this before outside of the Black community, ever. Yeah, that's um, I do think, of course, women do have responsibility of using birth control. But of course, not all women do. Um, if she says, if she doesn't say anything, and, and you see that she's about to let you go in with nothing, as a guy, you can say, you know what? No, I'm out. And you, you leave. You don't have to fuck her. You, you don't have to. Just leave. Um, black women do not have a gun to black men's head telling them you better not wear a condom. Like, that's not what's going on. Um, both parties are responsible equally. That's my uh, closing statements, George. Thank you, Thank Brown you Becky. Thank you so we much, Brown Becky. You. You're Absolutely. welcome. Um, I did, platinum, I'm sorry, we, I misunderstood. I thought you said Maxi, you said Maxi. And um, so I apologize. I thought you were upset about it, but I misunderstood Man. what you were saying, brother. Um, and then brother Art, what are your final comments? Just a, on a quick note. Uh, first of all, thank you sister for letting me on the, on the panel. Uh, but just a quick note of what the sister just said is kind of sometimes it sounds um, misleading as though that the brothers are predatory in that, you know, even if the the guy it also makes it looks like that, you know, he forced the situation, um, that kind of thing. So we got to be careful in that kind of stuff. But the other part also is um, I'm a big I'm a big proponent of trying to build power couples, you know. And regardless of the degree or not, it's the fact that you're able to take your, I think some, one of the sisters talked about this, that you take all your resources that you have, because that's the thing is that sometimes it takes someone else in the relationship that would be able to, to, uh, to, to, you know, bring things uh, to light, you know, it's just that, that little thing. But the thing is, how would you know? If you don't explore these things, we're too busy trying to fit in to what society is trying to make us be, rather than something that is in our nature. I think that's the part that we're really not doing. And the, and the thing is, is that it's bringing us way low where everybody else is like way ahead of us. And I understand that people got cultures intact and, and things like that. But at the same time, only we know about our own experiences and things that we need. We know these things. I think the part is, is that, you know, on one end, people are trying to make things, you know, make things uh, exist when it just doesn't work. It's just certain things that you see where they say, well, I should be able to make a lot of money and he should put, put his masculinity aside for what it just doesn't work. You know, I think that basically, Whatever, whatever is is made for you in nature, that's what you have to go by because we reinventing the wheel. It, it ain't it ain't working. So that's that's my uh, that is my final uh, thoughts. But appreciate you sisters for uh, letting me on the panel and having a good uh, dialogue. This has all been good. Thank you so much, Brother Art. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Um, always. Thank you. And shout out to. Uh, 
fantastic for the cash app. Thank you so much with your disruptive ass. Um, <laughs> Mac, what are your final thoughts? And thank you so much for joining the panel. You always offer us some dope ass insight and we um, definitely appreciate you. What are your final thoughts? Thank you, ladies. I'm just going to um, say thank you for having me, inviting me You know, on the panel. I always enjoy these discussions. And um, I'm a big proponent of the Black Collective overall and, you know, the truth hurts. And we, you know, we have to hit these topics and get these points across. But I always hope that it's within, within the premise of trying to mm -hmm. elevate our minds, our thoughts and providing solutions so that we could be better for ourselves and for each other as a collective. Um, with that said, I just think overall, um, the, the most important point in marriage is to be equally yoked. And it doesn't just mean financially, it does include financial, but it means financially, emotionally, spiritually, you know, mentally. And that is left to the person to choose what that means for them. Um, have your standards, whatever that may be, and be unapologetic about them, but also just be realistic about what those standards are and just seek to find, um, someone who meets that standard, if that's what you want, you know, don't go looking to try to, uh, you know, make someone something that they're not, you know, stick to what, what fits you, what suits you. Um, and that's pretty much all I got. Thank you Thank so you. much. We, we got Thank you, one ladies. super chat that just came in. Um, from Faith, she says, fantastic takes me over here to throw a butt hurt baby tantrum. Um, thank you for the super chat, Faith. Lord, they, these folks will drive you to drink. I do not drink, but I'm at my daughter's house and she has some Stella on the counter. I might need to take a sip because, um, Jesus. Um, uh, yeah, honey, it is Hennessy time over here. Oh, um, send me some. They <laughs> Girl, listen. We didn't uh, made enough in cash yesterday, honey. Okay, well that's a good thing. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I just want to say this is a good topic. I really appreciate Ray Alexander for it was Ray, yeah, for um suggesting mm -hmm. this as a topic. His article was dope. Um, it was very insightful, very informative. He had a lot of references in there. It's a dope yeah. article. We were able to have a dope conversation surrounding it. Um, I personally think that um, I think that it's it's not black and white for me. So I think to answer the question of the topic, I think yes and no. I think yes in the respect that we um, as black women want to ensure like that you know we can live a comfortable life. And many of us have fears that if a man is not financially sound, if he doesn't have that degree, if he, you know, doesn't have that good corporate job, that um, we won't have the um, financial comfortability that we desire. So um, in that respect, I, I think, you know, yes, uh, that that is impacting um, the marriage rates. But at the same time, I go back to what um, Danny said multiple times throughout this, this stream, whereas you know, um, us overlooking, you know, men who are making decent money and whether or not they're educated or men who may not be at the top of their game, but, you know, they're climbing that ladder and um, it, it's kind of to our detriment because then we're making the choice to just stick it out and do it alone. And many of us are in situations where we're single mothers as a result of that. So I think that, you know, it, it's kind of, it's, it's not the smartest move on our end. 
Um, so like I said, yes and no, but again, again, thank you to everybody who joined the panel, everybody who participated, even fantastic with his mess starting behind. Um, we appreciate y'all. And even with all the dysfunction, we love y'all. And yeah, like it was, it was a super dope conversation. Um, thank you to everybody who super chatted and everybody in the chat as well. And that's all I got. Um, you guys always make this um worth worth doing it every show that we do um every topic y'all make everything absolutely worth it um shout out to everybody that continues to come through and support us um from the cash apps to the super chats to our panelists and to those who are just in our audience we really 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 appreciate you guys um you know, this is one of the, the hobbies that I have that I always enjoy doing. So this is my happy space. Um, hopefully we can just get along a little bit better. But I feel like we are definitely making progress. And sometimes it may not actually look like progress, but there is definitely some progress being made here. Um, and I, I appreciate that even more so. But uh, shout out to all of you guys. I hope you guys have a great start to your week. Um, be extra safe and extra careful. And I will see you guys in these YouTube streets. Um, but just be great. And we're out.